Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Cold Eastwood and Gaz, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Hi, this mm-hmm. is Colt Eastwood. How you doing tonight? This is episode 82 of the XC Podcast, and I'm here with my wonderful, handsome, ruggedly sexy Gaz from Game On Daily. Hi. How are you? You good? Am I the odd one out? Oh, one's just got, got a PlayStation shirt as well. We're changing teams. Cole Eastwood. Uh, this is now called PNC. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. Sorry, one second. You really have been called, uh, for the past week, you've been called the pony of a lifetime. And <laughs> while I sat right next to you across the internet and said some of the same stuff, it's been great. I've been, my, my hands are clean. How are you guys? I don't know how you get away with it. I don't. Everyone just thinks I've, uh which which i have screw you xbox uh no i'm good man thank you so much for having me on every monday it's nice and to be with fonzarelli it's gonna be like friends talking about stuff and chat which i haven't even got youtube up so shout out to everyone chat i'm sure you're there shout out to harvey Um, with the five horse emojis he just put up so uh i am really (laughs) glad to be joined by my Five plus year friend over the internet as well, Jay Fonzarelli, who runs a podcast called GameStock Live with some great bits. He's got his quiz. He is just a great friend. Welcome to the show, Fonz. How are you? How you been? Where's the smile? Been good. <laughs> I've been good. Thank you, and 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 I appreciate the invite. Uh, somebody said that it looked like I was dying inside or or something um, today. No, no, nah, not at all. Everything. Yeah, 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 not at all. No, I'm gonna be uh, fine. It's gonna be a fun show. Very positive. Very positive on PlayStation. Very positive on uh, Xbox. Very positive on Nintendo. We're gonna talk about Nintendo a lot tonight, folks. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about <laughs> VR. We're gonna talk about mobile games. Now, nah, oh, now, nah. you know, I was talking to Gaz and Fonz uh, a couple days ago, and I said, "Look, we got we got our rants out for a good week. Let's talk about some of the good stuff." We are like, for those of you who celebrate Christmas or holidays around this time, or your holiday of choice, like we're about to get into hanging out with family having some downtime hopefully to play some games so we'll talk about that a little bit um i just got home from avatar three hours and 15 minutes with 3d glasses on (laughs) um was it good pretty pretty good and i was talking to fonz earlier he says he doesn't love the last one but it's pretty good it's okay it was okay for the time it's like you had to be there in the theater for for that movie and 
Yeah, like after the fact, I watched it at home and I was sitting there going, it's like a typical run-of-the-mill story that we've seen a million times in these types well, of movies. What was it? What was it, Fonz? Was it 10 years ago? Because I thought, you know, a decade ago, it was probably maybe know. eight years ago, but a decade ago, putting on it was like a polarized 3D glasses and, a, and seeing 3D on a screen was like pretty cool, but then now it's 10 years later and I'm like, yeah, it's neat, but I enjoyed the movie. What about you, Gaz? What's your? Did you go back and did you go and watch that with the 3D glasses on back in 2010 yeah. or whatever it was? I watched it loads of times. Actually, I, lo- I really fell in love with the movie. Uh, I watched it. I think I watched it four times in the cinema. I loved it. That oh, really? Much. I see. You, you, really Donnie weird. hit it on the head. He said it's like Fern Gully. Yeah, fancy everybody blue knows that. Yeah, you know, it, it's typical story that we've heard a million times. Was it 09, Frank Kent, when that game Kent when that game came or that movie came out? Uh, Something was like th- three hours and fifteen minutes. I'm like, yeah, it was just slightly longer than a PlayStation exclusive. Thirteen years ago. <laughs> Thirteen years ago. So yeah. thirteen years yeah. ago, as long as Xbox Holy. hasn't had a big new IP. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm we've been razzing each other in in chats like this like all week. Um it's not a big deal. So it'll be okay, people. Are you gonna go see it, Gaz? Are you gonna go see Avatar? Yeah. The way of the water. I will the way the way of the water. Yes, I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, I'm looking forward to it, man. This movie's had 800 million or something stupid spent on it, so you got to respect. I think they made Listen, 400 man, million so... in the opening couple days. So, did they? Oh, that's yeah, really sorry. good because um, I'm really, really glad that someone like because James Cameron went out of his way for this. He didn't need to make the second one, and he didn't need to spend this much. But this is a, a you know passion project plus. The backing of you know the scope, everything of it. The actors, when you saw, I saw the interview of them, and they were really just enamored with James Cameron's passion for it, and it apparently spills through on the screen. It's not going to be your my well, you know, you know me. I'm a Denny Villeneuve nerd, and there's like themes there. This one is a very basic story, you know. Yeah. Uh, we've had it before, but it's the visual. Would you uh, betray? Would you betray your military, your home military, on your planet for some alien booty, Gaz? Hell yeah! <laughs> Seen that booty? Uh, Hell yeah! Okay. I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. <laughs> I have simple <laughs> pleasures, and I'm a simple <laughs> man. I gotta ask you, Fonz, to segue back into video games. There's that Avatar video game that's. I think it's supposed to be first person. What do you know about it? When's it coming out? How long is it? What's going on? Do you have any idea? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. You come to me with that. When's it coming out? I don't know. It, But it looks like something that uh, might be pretty cool. Um, I'm not the biggest Avatar tar fan, but it looks decent. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know when that's, when that's coming out, though. That's, that's an odd question. I me. have a, well, I mean, Ubisoft was trying to get it ready for this holiday, and then they really said they delayed it. So maybe one year delay. I'm going to ask the chat, and if you, if you don't get this answer right, I'm going to start booting people off the chat. Did you guys play the Avatar James Cameron game on the 360 or PS3 uh, 12, 13 years ago when the movie came out? I'll write in the chat if you played this game. It was called James Cameron Avatar, yeah. and it was by Ubisoft and somebody else. Um, Paris in chess says Avatar is releasing 11-23-23. 
He's he's taking <laughs> shots at Starfield. Well, it's yeah. If you look it up, it's like Ubisoft's Avatar game will arrive in 2022, and it's like no. no it's now they 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 said like two months ago that they were uh, that delayed, they were delaying yeah. the game that it wasn't. I mean, it was like doesn't when, have a release date, man. Doesn't yeah. have a release date. But the P, uh, the PlayStation Three game back in the day came out in 2009. So yeah, I'm trying to fun. figure out. Uh, it was. I'm trying to make sure. Yeah, it was Ubisoft. It was third person. You got to play as the Navi, and then you could. Well, you got to choose, and I did. I played as the Navi the first time, and then you start the campaign over, and you can choose the the RNA or RDA or whatever they're called, the uh, the military, and you get to walk around in mechs, and you have machine guns, and uh, fly around those pelicans. It was it was a cool game. Uh, stuff. Shahan says the right answer is no, uh, but I did play it. And it's one of those games that the licensing will never be back and pat. You'll never see it. You can't even buy it on PC. It's like delisted, basically. So that's enough about Avatar. Um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Fonz's least Welcome favorite the, blue characters. Fonz is like, why? Why isn't, why isn't there a major for the Smurfs? If we're gonna talk, yeah, Smurfs. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Live action. You'll be Papa Smurf. Let Let me give a shout out to the channel members and Patreons. This is a great list of people that when I read them, I, I get my tongue tied, but I really appreciate all of you. Brian Harris, Mark Carwell, KY Bob, Assassin Lupa, Jazzy New Box, Ricky Fallon, Steven Smith, Maurice Baker, Zimic, Ralph Wiggum, Manic, Manic Master Six, Matt Burns, William Lanza, Nano Pauly, Matthew Donna Cusato, Robert Ford, Lord Starkiller, Dante Moody, Beta Max, Dark CMF, Gaz, right here, Fox Storytelling, Wreak Havoc, Fault Lines, Center White, Vario 2, DeBlue, Pucci, Remix, V Simco, Assassin, Raymond, Larry Thatcher, Hargit Johnny, TK Chillin, Raiden Blade, Acute Perspective, True 77, Risk It for the Biscuit, my good friend, who I apologize to today. You're a great guy. Will is also Greg Loudon and CJ, CJAD93. Thanks for being supporters of this channel. And let's get back into what we're going to talk about. Let's start with the new hotness. Everyone, except for 12 game reviewers, are praising, surprised, happy with high on life. Gaz, let's talk. I think I have some gameplay. Hopefully the, the overlay is ready, but let's talk about high on life, my bro. I was just playing that before the show started, and uh, yeah, I was really enjoying it. Uh, it's crawled to number one. Number one played game on Game Pass or something. Uh, but yeah, on Xbox. Like, on Xbox. That's crazy. Like... This is going to be a bit of a controversial thing to say. I wish it shouldn't be. But what it does show, and I, I really do like this, um, it shows that it redresses the balance um, of, you know, the sentiment. There was one, there was, whoa, my microphone, my headphone. Uh, there was a time where reviewers were literally in the driving seat behind determining what people would play. And... Game Pass has changed that and public reception has changed that because this game is doing not that great on Metacritic. And despite and even, it's that, even lower, going lower on Open Critic where it has a more reliable number. Go ahead. Yeah. And then all of that doesn't matter because everyone I played to, uh, talked to about, uh, about this says they love the game. Like, I. I it's really the humor that I look. It's a basic game mechanics, which aren't that bad. They're very basic, but for what did you expect to get from it? I was watching, um, oh, what's his name? Spawn Rush, Spawn Wave, 
Spawn Wave, uh, someone linked his uh, podcast to me, and there was a reviewer called MVG on it, and he was rinsing the game, like really hating him, which is fine. He's entitled to his opinion really? on it. Yeah, and I was just like this, and but I was like, he didn't even get to get knifey. I'm like, you've played it for less than an hour, um, and he's already resolutely hating on it, which is fine. He can reserve his judgment, I guess. But it kind of showed to me, I was like, wow, people are way too quick to perhaps judge the game because a lot of the game starts when you get the knife. I mean, that's basic, man. You haven't even got the other weapons. I just started the, got the time freeze weapon because I did the bounties in order. So I got the first three bounties. And I was like, oh, wow, this is going to change a lot of the gameplay. It's so much fun. Um, look, reviews, reviews will always be subjective. I'm just glad that gamers are deciding for themselves what it is i'm not saying discount metacritic i always use the cole eastwood formula which is listen to your friends look at metacritic if you want and your favorite reviewers uh, that you align with and then try it for yourself anyway because ultimately you know it's subjective so i'm really happy for squanch games i love trover save the universe i love rick and morty and i love this it's such a fun game it doesn't take itself seriously at all at all and I love that. So it's really good pacing. A lot of people, I saw I saw a lot of PlayStation guys churn this narrative out. Oh, it's because Xbox gamers are starved to death. That's why they're really going out <laughs> yep. of their way to propagate this one and Vampire Survivors. And it really annoyed me. I was like, well, explain the Steam numbers to me because it's killing it on Steam. Overwhelmingly positive. Thousands of reviews. Like, come on. Let's not do that. Yes, there's an element of truth to that. But it's bringing this fun game to light. Sorry, I'm ranting on here. And Fonz is like, shut the f*** Oh, yeah. no. I haven't played it yet. So hearing everything that you have to say on it, it's, it's interesting. It, I'm getting a lot of that from, you know, friends like you and Colt and, and others that are playing the game that, uh, right. that I talk to. And people like the game. And it, it's kind of shocking when you see Open Critic especially uh, it hovering around sixty nine, you know. Yeah, it and, dropped. And a few. You're like, you're like, <laughs> wow, you know. But a perfect score for just, this game. Are, are they lying about this game? <laughs> no, they, they like the game. And and the more I hear, I heard the more you play the game, the the better it gets. So, a lot of these reviewers, you hit the nail on the head, Gaz. And I've seen this with other games before. You could tell that there are some reviewers out there who don't play the full game, but they don't even scratch the surface of some of these games, and they score it. Yeah, it's just a bad practice, in my opinion. That is bad. Terrible I'm not saying MVG scored reviews. it, by the way, Fonz, but you you you, oh, you had yeah. this point before, and I'm with Fonz there. Remember this Elden Ring fiasco? Yeah, you, you were there. You were at the yeah, forefront, yeah. and I agreed with you. I don't agree. I do, I vehemently disagree that you can review a game without completing it only because i understand where you may think well i got most of the gist but i've yeah. had instances where my mates who have reviewed it was like actually that last bit just kind of took it down a notch i'm like uh you can start and end of a game are important so yeah and also <laughs> i think the other aspect of this game especially is you have to look to the creators of this game and what they're about you know, exactly. you're not going to get the humor and stuff, or you're not going to align with that. If you know, going in what type of game this is and who's making it, you know, that's, Thank that's you. something you have to read the room, so to speak here. 
I know. It's that's, crazy. I'm so glad you said that. It. Yeah. No. And that's that's something going into a review. It's like somebody who hates JRPGs and they review a JRPG. It's not going to be. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Know, a it's great true. review. I've seen that before, but you know, you're I so do. spot on. People don't know what the scope of the game was. They didn't know who Squanch games are. They didn't play Trover Save the Universe. They didn't watch the trailer because all the humor was there. I, I, so part of it's just like, okay, I get it. Like Eurogamer wrote a very scathing review and they said, I hated the humor on it. And they said, don't buy this game. And I'm like, uh, well, hey, hold on. Humor is very subjective. And whoever reviewed that game, I forgot his name. I'm like, me and you probably don't get on because my humor is really out there with Eric Andre and his Rick and Moy. So it's it's horses for ah, for courses. Um, but really, you know, look, people, I'm just glad people are enjoying it. It's on Game Pass and people say it's Game Pass fodder, but I'm like, you're really missing out if you're going to turn your nose up on this because it's not a AAA uh, exclusive. Yes, they're important. I made a video today lambasting phil spencer and xbox but i will never bemoan game pass and what it means for gamers and games like this are beautiful like good distractions or just fun they can have like simple fun and irrespective of my thank you for saying absolute that. yeah I mean, not everything to... needs to be a really really huge you know story you know really pushing uh, some serious narrative you know, some games can just be that fun. And, exactly. And th there are those games out there. So, I mean, I I'm glad you mentioned that. That's important. And, uh, and this year, even on PlayStation, the best games that I've really enjoyed are the God of War is crazy. I uh, love that. Um, it's games like Sifu. Sifu was amazing. And mm -hmm. Game Pass oh, is basically carrying or keeping Xbox afloat right now. Scorn, people didn't like it, but I love the visual style. I haven't really gone back to it, but I will do. I'm going to go and playing this. And there's another game, Vampire Survives. There's another yeah. one as well. There's a lot of um, variety there. It's just once you get these kind of games and your base AAA first party exclusives, then you're on to a winner. Paris says, we know Gaz Lambaster Phil Spencer because he's a PlayStation fan. <laughs> yeah, Phil. <laughs> Yeah, I will. Phil Spencer's gonna it's gonna be Paris Lily and Phil Spencer absolutely beating the crap out of me at E3 in big uh in LA. Um but yeah, yeah. I'm transitioning into a pony. Yes, that's it. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, just I, I, it's not about me. Shut up. Colt, this is your show. I mean, just well, me and Fonzo be talking. Yeah, I know, I know. There this if you're getting an ad during the show, the stream keeps dropping and reconnecting like it did last week. I don't know why, but yeah, just refresh it, I guess. I don't know why it does this. Uh, this is like this is the 82nd show and I haven't had this problem for 80 episodes, so whatever it is, it's we'll weird. we'll get it figured out. But there there might be a is couple this your problems. Old gameplay? This is all my gameplay. These are all record oh, that's from from my gameplay. There's um and I think I only have 20 some minutes of this footage, but uh there's a couple problems. One of them, and I could totally understand that a reviewer would start up and play for an hour of High on Life and go, oh my gosh, this humor is so immature. It's so pedestrian. It's so inappropriate. Uh, partially because I think some reviewers see themselves as a fine cuisine 
Um, oh, you know, like a like a review. The wine glass. The upper echelons uh, yeah. of the gaming sphere and breaking the boundaries beyond what is the playing the lines between cinematic quality of a movie and a video <laughs> game that is interactive with your with your phalanges. Um, some of that might be happening. The other problem is Xbox games sometimes are so low profile. A game like High on Life, which Xbox didn't even market at all. Yeah, we've, we've complained about marketing, but, you know, hey, we'll put out a tweet here or there. Oh, it'll be in the Game Pass announcement, so it'll be fine. Uh, you get, what, 19 reviews total? I mean, yeah. and I, also, a journalist may not be compelled to review a game like High on Life because where's the SEO? Where's the click and the audience draw factor of the game? No one's talking about it. No one is going to go click your article, so are you going to sit there and and put 12 hours into this game, write an article and a review and post it and hope that you get as many views as your article about Tom Holland be, hopefully being in the next <laughs> Uncharted movie, right? Well, yeah. But the, the other part of that is right now we're hearing from games journalists and, and media personalities on social media, uh, Cliffy B., a Tom Henderson, a bunch of other people that are prominent on social media and in our, their articles saying... This game is a surprise hit. Why isn't anyone talking about it? Uh, it's like a cyclic problem, Gaz. Right, Fawns? Yeah, I, I mean, should ask Fawns. Like we're, cyclic- we're, we're seeing more people talk about this game after the fact, after the reviews have come out. You know, the 12 whole reviews. Uh, we're <laughs> seeing more people talk about it now because a lot of people are kind of scratching their head. They're going, what's going on? You know, this game is reviewed so badly, but I see greatness in it here and there, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and again, it goes back to not every game needs to be this long drawn out story or some big epic written story. You know, it can be just focus on fun. And yeah, you know, I think that there there should be this 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 group of games or this type of game where it's sh- their adult humor should should we should have these type uh, type of games is what i'm trying to say let me Can't get... even speak but yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't have many games with adult humor like this and i think you hit it on the head colt when you're talking about these uh, reviewers that some may feel above lowbrow humor but at the end of the day it's you know this is stuff stuff that we all can laugh at i, I myself uh, I, I read books you know and i and i you mm-hmm. know I, I don't consider myself the smartest man in the world but you know, I'm not above high, lowbrow humor. I'm not. I think it's funny. Some of it is hilarious to me. And, well, I could uh, I'll see if I didn't things. think if you if like if you look play I'm this game, and you don't think that's time. funny. You're gonna go <laughs> What's laughing at me. Laughing at all the time. <laughs> no, I mean lowbrow humor is better, easier to execute uh, generally in games as humor because generally humor or attempts at humor really miss uh, the boat quite badly saints you row. have saints rose really cheesy speed, like, unbounds uh, humor oh yeah and forza horizon 5 that you like even though the, the characters oh, have these really funny talk or they're funny little uh, quips they just don't work i'm like just let's just turn up the turn up the radio and the engine loud noises yeah it's horrible it's like who thought this was actually it, endearing conversation but it's this because one... <laughs> i mean like god of war ragnarok has some good writers and they'll it's mostly a serious game and then when they throw in a joke, you're like, oh, that's that's really good, and it works, but 
when you have a team that's an excellent racing RPG team and they try to throw in jokes, you're like, just stick to getting the cars feeling good because you're, you're good at that. <laughs> Look, Cliff Bozinski yeah. just said two hours ago, uh, the original creator of Gears says, he's mostly referring to vampire survivors, but it kind of goes in because he's also said yesterday, Gaz, that he really likes High on Life a lot. Yesterday he was singing his praises. But he says, every time without fail, AAA bloats to insane levels, game developer budgets, marketing etc., and inevitably some random little indie game comes along and shows that, as the Bard said, the play's the thing. So <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. He's right. Yeah, I've said this before. It's always the indies and smaller devs that all remind of the big guys where the spirit of in this game humor is at and not taking yourself too seriously and look at the game it's beautiful i, I mean i don't think the visuals get talked about right now you've got this like the starting segment where it's like the, really yeah, pixelated. the 16-bit thing was so cool but yeah, go ahead yeah. yeah the 16-bit it was really good start to the game i'm like i could have done two hours of that yeah it was That's fun yeah i could have enjoyed that for a while i felt it was a bit brief i'm like oh man i was enjoying that but the actual visual fidelity of the game is actually really good. It's like, like in this game, you switch straight into uh, cutscene mode, which is actually in-game. Now you play, you've got your in-game uh, segment here and the gunplay. Everything just looks really good. I wish you could yeah. increase the FOV a bit, though, because it feels really claustrophobic. Yeah. Um, when the game launched, it ran really bad. and It was just a bug in the pro in the, I don't know, in the patch. They fixed it. Now it runs smooth. I wanted to tell Fawns, Fonz, the gun plays really good. And like you said, you hear it keeps getting better. You keep unlocking modifications and additional gear so that when you go into combat, when you get toward the last few missions, you get to like say, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this when I go and attack enemies. Now I'm going to try doing this, 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 and this. Kind of like you would do in like a Sunset Overdrive. Let me read some supers here. because I get some time off this weekend and I finally, finally am going to get to play some games again. And so that is definitely on my list. So. Good. I want to hear how you how you take it, since I think you'll you like you like the comedy. So, Elemental Peel says with a super, I want an encore of Fonz and the Starfield from that you did oh, on your yeah. show yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if we talk about Starfield later. <laughs> Drawn TJ, thank you so much for the super. He says, "Hey, what's up, Gaz? Do you think these ponies? What do you think about these ponies in the Twitter streets?" Um. Ponies, Xbox, right now I find both really stupid. Um, I'm coming at it. I'm finding so... You've seen it on Twitter. People are oh, we made you. We can break you. I said, mother... (laughs) Who do you think you are? Somebody did say that. Do you know where you came from? That's what they said. Yeah, someone said, I bought your source hat. I'm going to sell it now. I said, bloody sell it. If you bought it on the basis that I was a blind <laughs> fanboy, you bought it under the wrong impression. Please sell it. I don't want you to have that hat. It's actually disgraceful. And there's so many people like that. So I'm seeing Xbox guys who are being almost as toxic. The thing is, the PlayStation guys, as toxic as they are, I will say this. At least PlayStation has delivered this year. And I will say, you know what? Let them beat their chest a bit. Because the results are there. For the Xbox guys, constantly, we've had a whole generation of failure, man. Don't stop. Start making excuses. And then you come to attack me, just, I'm going to come at you so hard. Do you want me to go Team Blue fully? <laughs> I'm never going to do that. Uh, but people think that. People, the eight... fanboys on both sides are so black and white about this. You're this guy or you're this guy. You're this guy. It's so dumb. 
Yeah, I mean, well, like when I speak up and say I want them to do better with marketing, someone's like, come on, Cole, aren't they doing good enough? Let's leave them alone and give them some breathing room. I'm like, hmm. Uh, oh yeah, Xbox has like eight games coming tomorrow and then, or tomorrow coming to 2023, eight exclusives and three or four of them are pretty big. So it'll be a different year. Well, John TJ has another one. He says the avatar game was awesome. Yes, it was. I beat that game three times and it was a real looker back then. It was, it was really nice looking target. Johnny, thank you for the super. He says too bad. Ubisoft with its 20,000 developers isn't as good as PlayStation, right? Guys, they could actually release games instead of excuses. Gosh, Hargeet. That, that was really messy. messy. Mm-hmm. Selfish Burrito says, let us compete. <laughs> Johnny Kizada with a message from uh, the channel membership board says, feels like reviewers are out of touch with games. Maybe they should try trading NFT cards for $99 with watermarked photos. Oh, Hey, and today's, <laughs> today's thumbnail is brought to you by MidJourney. Created that with MidJourney. That's beautiful. It's, it's awesome. a beautiful thing. So well done. I know you you edited it to add multiple, but beautiful. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I put like four pieces together yeah. to get what I wanted. But uh, Danny Passion Official is super messy. Thank you for the super. He says, Colt Gaz is a secret pony. Fawn's in the house with a thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up if you're going to have a good time tonight. We've got oh, quite a few things to smash talk it. about today. Smash it. Sm- smash it. Smash it. Your baby Farva, thank you so much for the $10 super. He says, Gaz, your video today was very important for people to hear. While it may have Xbox cultists up in arms, no pun intended, Xbox fans who want to see them do better by holding their feet to the fire, appreciate you. He's got this. Uh, yeah. I call them cultists. That's what I call cultists, them. Cultists. Cultists. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate you, baby father. That's very nice of you. Didn't need to super chat that, but that means a lot. Thank you so much, man. And I'll keep doing it. And it doesn't matter. If that means I'll never get any press interviews or Phil Spencer will not breastfeed me, that's fine. It's my loss. I will still keep doing it because that's just the way it should be. I'm surprised more people don't do it. Why? Well, I have to be what? honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, we're very honest three. in this situation. We've said enough on it. You know, yeah. like it's ran that that's topic what... into the ground. We know what they need to do, but uh, they need to do better. That's all. A yeah. lot better. I'm so yeah. sick and tired of the talk as well. Like, I don't want Phil Spencer to open his mouth or Aaron Greenberg unless it is event tomorrow. <laughs> Watch the games. That's what yeah. it should be. And that announcement should already be out. Phil... They should... They should have already said, hey, sorry, we didn't, you know, we didn't make the VGA, so we have something real soon. We have an event early 2023. I don't want to hear real soon. I want to hear month. I want to hear date. I I don't want to hear real soon. Bro, they have six months after their E3 showcase. They said they have 12 month thing. We haven't even, they've got till June to reveal Starfield, Redfall, and Forza. We haven't got a single release. You know what Tim Dog and I like to tell people? They didn't cancel these games to play devil's, devil's advocate. Like people act like, uh, you know, we do get bent out of shape. The three of us have been bent out of shape on it. And then Tim, Tim's like, calls me and goes, call, call. <laughs> Just love it. Colt. <laughs> he goes, Colt. I'm like, yeah. He goes, did they cancel those games? I go, no. He goes, then relax. The games are coming. Colt. You're going to be swimming in games. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tim you know, so much. You uh, know, it's funny because we were talking yesterday, Rand and I on my show. I had Rand Althor 19, if you didn't catch it, catch the show. We were talking about the games that are coming and stuff. Uh, yes, we've got some first party games, but man, is there a bunch of third party bangers coming to Game Pass next year? 
great games. Like, I mean, some some awesome stuff that Wolong, I can't really play. Uh, Wolong, Atomic Wolong. Heart, Lies yep. of oh, yeah. P. Yep. All Still freaking that? bangers, man. Uh, the those, only problem, Fonz, is Xbox has to make room for those big Game Pass releases with their own first party. So I hope they. Oh, I, 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 I think they they, I think together. next year I think they I think they may do it next year for us since this year was so bad and I hope they do. Yeah. If you're listening, Phil, please give us all those games and more because uh, we deserve it as gamers and uh, you know Game Pass subscribers. We we deserve to have a great tw- 2023. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ex- you know, I'm excited for some of that stuff. I mean, the, the year's already yeah. packed, right, Fonz? Uh, with, yeah, I mean, yeah. Even without the Game Pass stuff. Um, Flame with the $5 says, this is for Gaz. I hope you can afford some hay. Gosh, dang it, they're being so mean to you. He says, hey, to keep himself calm through 2023. Now that he's a pony, kidding, love you guys. Happy holidays. And yes, very much happy holidays. Oh, before I get into the, the big topic, I, I wanted to ask... Uh, you guys, since we all come from different backgrounds, but I'll, I'll start with Gaz because Gaz, um, what is a memorable, exciting holiday gift that you've got at some point in your life? Like, do you guys do gift exchanges or do your mom and dad buy you gifts when you're <clears throat> a kid around this time of year? Well, Christmas. Yeah. Um, my, da- we didn't celebrate Christmas. My dad used to get Christmas. Where's your dad tree, walk in and go, ne- Hey Gaz. You're fat, and then walk out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how he talks to me, by the way. Um, it literally, Colt is to sharing a real story. Um, I was going to <laughs> a black tie event, and I went out, and my dad goes, you're fat. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, dad. That's what I need to hear after going to a black tie event, looking all suited. I thought, I've got my tuxedo. I'm looking smart. My dad goes, you're fat. Uh, thanks, dad. And then my dad looks like Saddam Hussein, so it hurts even more because it's just like it's like a dictator telling you was he like was um, he in the crawl space of the basement and he lifted up the thing goes hey guys <laughs> yeah, so uh, tell much. us real quick what's like a big memorable moment uh like a gift that you got growing up that like we got you super like big smile um <laughs> It was the PlayStation 1. <laughs> okay. Well, it's time for a new co-host. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my days. So, what year was this? Was this when it was, like, pretty new? When it first came or, out, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you were like... <laughs> <laughs> it was the nicest thing my dad bought. I bought the Xbox with my own money. I saved my little pocket money I saved up. But my dad surprised me by getting me a PS1. It was in Dubai Airport. My dad was just like, here you go. We were moving to England from Pakistan, actually. Mm-hmm. My dad just gave me that present. I was like, like a Christmas present. I was like, oh, man, what? And yeah, <laughs> chat's like, Gaz is a pony confirmed. I'm. I'm- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel so betrayed. I love it. 
<laughs> Chat is so awesome. Okay, Fonz. Fonz, um, do you have a memorable, like, standout Christmas uh, gift or holiday gift that you got? Yeah. That Oh, yeah. And I, I talked about this on my show yesterday, actually. And it, it was uh, 1987. I remember exactly what I got. Um, we usually open Christmas presents Christmas Eve. It was... Uh, it, uh, my dad's Filipino, so we we always opened Christmas Eve midnight. We we stay up, we open gifts, and then we go to bed sometime three four a.m. Uh, but the next morning, when I got up um, that three, night, four. actually, I was excited to get a GI Joe Walkman. Okay, GI Joe Walkman, nineteen eighty seven, and I I loved it. I was happy. I was content. Woke up the next day. Wait, a, well, wait. Well, I, I was thinking in my head a, a cassette. Tape walk. Oh, okay, Walkman. Okay, with GI Joe yeah, yeah, branded yeah, yeah. on it. Okay, I was thinking walkie talkies when you said that. Oh okay. no 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 a Walkman. A walk and, a tape and... a tape Walkman. Okay, yeah. wait. We gotta and help was... out the. We gotta help out the Gen Y. Wait, Gen what? Z. The next day. Okay, so I was a portable I was cassette player that comes yeah. with headphones. <laughs> so so uh, cassette yeah, being not a CD. They're like what's a cassette? You know. Um. Anyways. So the next morning, and, and I shared this, and I'll, I'll share it here. I'll share it in my little window yeah, here. Let's do it. Um, embarrassing what I'm wearing. I don't know. My chunky, you know, butt is got an NES that that year. T87. There it is. There it NES. is. Wait, you, oh, did you ever get, did you get the, the G.I. Joe Walkman or not? Is that, I was, well, I did that night. But I was content that, with that. The next morning, I was surprised with an NES. Oh my gosh! What that was that pretty, clip? Is that you? That was. Oh me. my gosh! I didn't. I was no watching. Way. Yeah, yeah. No and, way. And, and, and yeah. Did you and use part of this in your intro way back in the wearing, day? I don't know. I, I did use this as an intro, part of my intro for that a little is bit. So yeah. Cool. But anyway, that is it's wicked. crazy that my dad had uh, documented so much from like 1980. Oh, it goes back to the seventies. He filmed. That is so cool. Oh, so, that's yeah. you and White, right? Unfortunately, yes, that is me with the wedgie pants up my crack and uh, the small tiny T-shirt. Uh, the man. Oh, it's like it's eight o'clock in the morning. You're like you're on yeah. Yeah. crack cocaine as a kid. You're that so is excited. Amazing. I was uh, I was happy though. I, w I was excited to get it. You know Even that is I don't so cool it. to see that man. Yeah. Yeah. I expect oh, yeah, like there to be a wipe, and then Bob that. Saget comes That's out and goes, "Next on America's Funny Home Videos." Yeah, yeah, it was cool to have that, and you know, I I had recently started going through old tapes and stuff, and and I found that, and I was like, I I love having this because this is a memory I had of Christmas, of all the Christmases, you know, and I'm not even a big Nintendo fan nowadays, but back then, NES was special. That yeah. console was the console to own so many years. And then, of course, we had the Genesis, the Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Those were amazing. But the NES, that, that was just the, the one to have. Yeah, we didn't That's get an NES till probably 88. It might have been 89, but I remember the morning um, I asked my mom for a Nintendo game, and she surprised me with Blaster Master. Now, if you, if you go way back, that was a really cool game from, like, Sunsoft. It was a side-scrolling uh, tank with a cannon, and then when you went in indoors, it was a third-person like isometric shooter. It was a really cool game. But mm. my Christmas story doesn't have to do with video games. It was like a couple of years before. Um, my brother and I, who were really close in age, we shared a room, and we used to always try to sneak out past my parents' room 
to go down the hall to see if Santa left the presents. Because what my parents would do is we would open up everything on Christmas Eve that was under the tree. And then in the morning, all of the presents from Santa were just sitting on the mantle of the fireplace, like not wrapped, just in the box from the store, right? So we were always super excited. And so my brother kept trying to sneak out down the hallway and my mom and dad were in their bedroom right across from us. My dad would go, get back in bed over and over. <laughs> and I would send my brother, I'm like, you gotta go out there. You gotta go out there. And so it was like one in the morning and we just kept trying to sneak out. My dad kept going, if you want to, you get out of bed again, there's no Christmas tomorrow. <laughs> and my brother goes, I, I got to pee. And I'm like, well, you can't go out there. You're going to cancel Christmas. So he goes into the closet where he has his cowboy boots. Oh, no. <laughs> and he pees into no. his cowboy boots. Oh, and then, it, then we go back in bed and he's waiting a little while. He waits till about two in the morning. And he's like, I'm going to make a break for it. So he crawls like G.I. Joe down the hallway, gets up and sees, he says he sees this shiny, shiny things. And he runs in there. And <laughs> my dad had bought us two matching BMX bikes that were like chrome with blue stripes and everything. My brother ran in there and saw like the shine and ran and got tangled up in the bike. <laughs> my dad's like, gosh, dang it. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> and uh, Christmas started at like 2.30 in the morning that day. It was great. I love Christmas. Uh. But now yeah, it's for the I do kids. too. Yeah, I love it for my kids. <laughs> we all know. Uh, waking me up though at five a.m.—that's rough. Like they want—they wanted to start mm -hmm. right away. It's like, oh, Let's do it, Dad. But yeah, great now my times, kids man. A lot of people are calling it the Grandpa Podcast because we're talking about having Christmas <laughs> in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Let's move forward like and see. Elemental Peels really wants you to do the Starfield thing. He says, can Fonz do the Starfield verbal commercial treatment for high on life? Here. We're going to talk, talk about, about Starfield. Starfield. It's a game about exploration where you can build your custom ship. Customize it. Put little rainbows on it. Do what you will. It matters not. Travel to distant galaxies far away. Land on unknown planets. Make them your own. Build a base. Build your colony. Defend that settlement. Fight with the mightiest of weaponry. Defeat your enemies. Loot your enemies. Become the defender of humanity. Starfield. Defile your enemies. Bethesda. Consume you. The power of Bethesda compels you. Starfield! 76 Metacritic. <laughs> great, great ending. I thought you were going to say, get it at your local KB Toy Stars. Pay <laughs> <Right> now. <laughs> watching Gaz have a Gaz, I know, I was watching it, it was great. I loved it. It seemed like, like it was a, a trailer from like the the 60s and, and his face was just epic in the theater. <laughs> it was like that, that one scene in um in Space Odyssey when he's going through like the freaking wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, and then they cap it fun. off with a 76 on Metacritic. Get it only on Game Somebody, <laughs> said, somebody said, and hope your save doesn't get corrupted. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I, you know, I have not had that happen in a Bethesda game yet for me personally. Well, that's one good thing. Many, 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 many hours. I, I also have a hundred saves on a single playthrough because I just save yeah, every time, too. like twenty or thirty minutes goes by. 
Dude, I'm dying. I'm dying after that. It's so good. Um, <laughs> Space Dovakin, thank you so much for the super. He says, Xbox needs to start recognizing and rewarding its mega hits inside Game Pass. Not easy climbing to the number one spot. Congrats to the devs. Yeah, I mean, what else were you going to play? But High on Life is so good. I'll read one more and we'll move forward. Dead Plant says, I'm asking a lot, but screw it. A nice surprise for Xbox fans is overdue. So here's a wish. Perfect Dark Christmas 2023. It's apparently going well. Well, we'll see. We're actually going to talk about that. Let's get into the first uh, thing. Well, we'll get we'll finish High on Life by saying this, guys. Tom Henderson said, why do you need exclusives for Xbox when you just have great games on Game Pass? And boy, you didn't take to that too kindly. Oh, my God. Do you remember this tweet? Tom like two- Henderson's views may never represent those of sane human beings or actual Xbox fans. <sighs> Well, he said more. He's like, why have these high clip, expensive exclusives when you can just (laughs) have high on life, basically? (sighs) First of all, you got Brad Smith uh, literally on Bloomberg saying why it's important to have exclusives. Um, Phil Spencer comes out and says why it's important (laughs) to have exclusives. (laughs) They're literally. (laughs) Oh my God. Read what read in the chat. chat. Starfield code. Xbox. <laughs> oh, oh, Red Wolf. Someone's trying to claim Jokes. that right for, now. Wait a minute. For anybody what? who's listening, audio only on demand, my good friend Red Wolf put out a $2 <laughs> super chat that said Starfield code. And he has the code, but the code actually says Xbox has no games <laughs> oh, in like uh, Leet speak or whatever. I'm sorry, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, you've just got a $50 super chat, so you might want to read that. And a $100 super chat, what the fuck? (laughs) Okay, Um, I'll I'll read those, and I gotta go go back. (laughs) Uh, Red Wolf's got me dying right now. Uh, The 50 from Russell Coaster. Thank you so much for this super. He says... It's in a blazing pink. It's awesome. Question, what do you think the chances of them stealth dropping a Redfall or Starfield at the upcoming event are? Uh, which one could it be? Why they haven't they announced it officially? They may be waiting on the dev team to confirm it's good to go. Uh, if you mean stealth you drop mean? as in Redfall, here's a trailer. It's out now. What do you What do you guys think the chance of that happening at the January Zero. event? Redfall... Zero. <laughs> they're desperate they need to squeeze out the marketing although microsoft is so bad at marketing they might actually do that <laughs> so uh, with redfall actually it would make sense zero chance of that happening i think um just they need to market Especially for it. starfield we, but starfield definitely they'll they want did it to with bleeding ma- edge like they dropped the bleeding open beta passion project yeah, come yeah, on yeah. bleeding edge is not even on the same level as i mean exactly. that's a passion project of like ha- handful of people hoping I, I know this is an like online game edge. what's that fonts redfall is not like bleeding edge oh no 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 and and i know that fonts has out. his his concerns about redfall but you know this is redfall's first big multiplayer like game it's it's multiplayer it's cooperative it's not like yeah. It's not like Back for Blood. In fact, nothing has shown us mowing down hordes of just faceless vampires. Like, that's my only problem with games like playing a game like Left for Dead or Back for Blood right now, Gas, is that most, so a lot of the time you're just like, yeah. yeah. No, there's, there's actually a campaign to Redfall. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. there's a story. Uh, you can play through it single player if you'd like. 
so yeah. there's, I think Redfall will be a very different. A lot of people think it's like that, but it's an open world. It's going to have more, uh, you know, you've got combat abilities to freezing them, and you've got the umbrella chick, and you've got dropping multiplayer as well. It's not back to blood. It seems to be a lot more than that. Um, so And the mechanically looks quite um, sound as well. Not saying that Back for Blood wasn't mechanically sound, but there seemed to be more to it. So I'm expecting more from Back mm-hmm. for Blood. It looked really good. Everything looks like... I'm not, I don't want to overhype it. Could be like a low 80s, mid 80s met, uh, meta score game, which is okay um, for all, the kind of game it is. It's more to have fun with your friends, drop in and out, or single player. Starfield cannot be that. Starfield needs to no. be big banger because that's Microsoft's best chance of scoring high on Meta. That isn't a racing game, so it's also their um, kickoff for 2023. It's it's their kickoff for we're no longer in cross gen. Here's the actual games for the studios that we bought. Mm. I, I think this is. I think Redfall is really the first non- e- exclusive oh, yeah. reveal re- re- release, isn't it? Oh my god! Because Psychonauts was a multi plat, and it was cross gen. That's their first next-gen game? No, really? It's first, it's, yeah, it's their first from Acquired Studios, first new IP, first not oh, yeah, cross-gen, first not Grace multi-plat, for. first not contractual. Right? Yeah, we're supporting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're, right. You're right. He's going to drop a 69 meta. <laughs> yeah. Hargy, Johnny, thank you so much for the huge $100 super chat. You don't have to do that. Merry Hargy. Christmas and happy holidays and everything that goes along with that. Hargy's or everything fantastic. that's assumed to be and what will be and what won't be and what has to be. And and, and I see you, Jake Sully. I see you. Happy holidays. Drop happy New Year. Hoping for a better 2023 for Xbox. $100. Yeah. One of the most generous people in the space. Obviously, one of the most richest people as well. But shout out to Hoggy. <laughs> Flex it. And always very, very generous. I mean, not a lot of people know that Hargeet has been embezzling my money for a long time. That's why he's able to put it back <laughs> into the into what we're doing here at the on the channel. Um, let's so yeah, Tom Henderson's like take was kind of weird. So there was this new news. This is kind of a really hot one, Fonz. Um, extracted out of the FTC like discussion was Xbox admitting that one of their big new AAA franchise returning franchises is going to take them a decade to complete. Did you read this? Ah, yes. Um, what were yeah. your guesses? <laughs> uh, you know, we we kind of uh, speculated on that, and we were, we were just, you know, being goofy, and we're like, yeah, probably Fable. <laughs> you know, uh, how long has that been in production, and, and how long is that going to take? Well, Especially when we've heard about years. the stuff going on with, with Playground games and trying to use a certain engine and trying to you know, deviate from that now and things right. We we know this, Gaz. Have uh, we heard this before? No, so that could be it. the one. Could be Fable. Fable. If it takes a decade to make, and it's already been in production for how long? Twenty eighteen is when they. Twenty eighteen is when they. I'm working on yeah. a video that I'll try. It's, what, it's going to take a dark? lot of work. I mean, Perfect Dark. I think is going to come a lot sooner. Honestly, because I think we've got tried and true working on that with Crystal D, Crystal Dynamics. They're working on it. <laughs> Crystal D. Say Crystal D sounded like a drug or something. <laughs> or it sounds no. like a music act that's about to follow the Fly Girls yeah. on In Living Color. Yeah. And now Ladies Crystal and D. Gentlemen. Crystal, Crystal D. Everybody, everybody, everybody. 
No, but uh, Crystal Dynamics is working on that, and I think that'll be out way sooner than Fable. Okay, guys. Fable's going to be a while. We talked about the Fable thing. That's also on this topic of a discussion, but Fable was supposedly started in 2018, but the St. Albans House studio for Playground did not establish until 2019. So is it is it really a thing where they think the Fable is going to try and hit it around 2028? 2028! 10 years, Hoggy, dude! Mm. Hoggy Formula Times 2! <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, yeah. bro. Good luck. Um, that's not, if that's the case, be. then that's uh, there's no way. There's no way. No way. If that's the case, God, what do we Lainous. say to that? Okay, so no, so a- if it's not fable though, <laughs> and they're talking about a twelve year, you know, cycle for a, a franchise. Would it be then if it's not fable? a ten year, a decade? They said yeah, ten, ten years. Year. Uh, sorry, ten. Year. So what would it be? You, you said Perfect Dark, which got when we were talking about that earlier today. Perfect Dark was the one that came to me before they Fable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the chat's like, who believes that? Twenty twenty eight. I know. I'm. I'm with you. I think we're all with you. Like twenty twenty eight. Seriously, like Seems that's too long. That could yeah. be possibly when they reveal Fallout Five. That's how far away that is. Um, because yeah. I talked about is how it like Phil two said guys to... working on a big game for ten years. I mean, like, what well, is let's this? let's talk about Fable for a minute, Gaz. We you kind of lead this because you said something a while ago, and you were like, you tried to pour cold water over it so you wouldn't look like you're a fake wannabe insider. But there's news recently about Fable and the engine. Did you read about that from the media? Yeah, of course I did because I wanted to tell mm. everyone. What did I say? Look. All I said was I heard it from a friend that they were having troubles with the engine and Jess Corden, Windows Central, has confirmed that. That's My information was old whenever the show was six months ago. It was, back when, it. Yeah, it was back when uh, Sniper Elite XMC? 5 was out. Yeah, on XMC. Whenever that was. Uh, how big those problems are, whether they resolved it. I was surprised that Jess reported on it again. And that's still possibly a problem. There's a massive bureaucracy problem where Microsoft are mandating that they use uh, um, what's the engine called? Forza Tech. Tech. And the others wanted to use Unreal. And I don't look, my information was, I'm literally told by someone. And now that's come out. I'm not going to be here like I told you so because that's all I know is through hearsay. Um, But if that's the case, that's really bad because that could be a potential black mark against Playground Games, the first one since they've been on it. I have so much faith in the studio. They have an incredible track record, and I think they deserve the benefit of the doubt. I think they do. Um, It's just that when Matt Booty comes out and says, well, it looks really good, but the team won't let me show it, I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. show us. Show us, then I will have... A thingy, but Playground Games turn 10, those two deserve massive benefit of the doubt. Their track record is impeccable. So I'm just going to sit there and think, okay, I have confidence in these two studios. I'm just a bit worried about this whole shakeup and post-acquisition and what that means. But it could be good. If anyone can deliver, it's Playground Games. So I don't know any other inf- information about it. I hope it's not years away, because if it's to start in 2018... 
1924 should be out next year or maybe say 2024 i'm expecting 2024 um really because i think of starfield red 4 you've got massive rpg anyway with starfield you've got a racer and you've got a shooter you just need one more different type of game i think one more exclusive because you these are delayed games i think Um, just gordon is going to have to cover his own you know his own comment because much of what he said in this statement, whose show was I on? I was on uh, Xbox Era on Saturday. We talked about this. When Jez made his statement on the Xbox Two podcast about the engine, he said, Microsoft, I don't have it anymore in front of me. Microsoft has a uh, a requirement to use their engines instead of using un- engines like Unreal, which has caused contractors that they hire to leave mid-project and delay what they're working on, which is actually really points to Jez discussing because he says like 343. So much of that comment is about what happened to Halo. Not so much Forza mm. or uh, Forza Tech with Fable because Fonz, this is a situation where Halo was a mess because of the slipstream and all the contractors that they hire and Microsoft has this, oh, hire contractors and then you can get rid of them when the project's done. But all of these people at Playground know the Forza Tech engine, but they're hiring people in mass who probably came from a college or a job where they're the masters of Unreal. And now they're like told, Forza Tech's a lot like Unreal Engine, but you're going to have to learn the different things and figure out how to make it work. Have you looked into that problem? No, no, I haven't looked into anything like that. Uh, I'm not a big tech guy like that, but uh, even outside looking in, you can see where that would be a problem for some somebody who doesn't know the tech. I mean, mm-hmm. every engine's different. We know this, and we we've seen you know problems with uh, certain engines out there. Uh, no names, um, you know. But Let me ask you this, Fonz. If you, what what's the program you use to produce videos when you sit down to edit and make a production video? Uh, Final Cut Pro. Final Cut. That's what I use, yeah. Now, if I said, hey, I need you to make your next two videos in Adobe Premiere, but I think you've used it before, right? No, no, I Okay, so, so if I asked so you and I said, hey, I need you to, of, yeah. you're like, I need to make two videos in the next two weeks, and I'm, I say, Fonz, I need you to do it in Adobe <sighs> Premiere Pro. If you have any questions, just ask me. You'd feel There's like- a learning curve. Yeah, learning curve, and stuff might take longer. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, if you've ever looked at Unreal Engine, right? Uh, Gaz, you look at the Unreal Engine UI, it's like got boxes with little connectors and you move things and you have to learn your way around it. I think a lot of engines probably use some similar things. And it's just that situation. Because I, I told a story on on that podcast the other day about how I was an AutoCAD master as a CAD drafter. And when I got my first real career job where I'm now, they're like, oh, we use MicroStation. And I'm like, oh, crap, I took one quarter of that. And we all hated the program. And so when I started my job, I was like, (laughs) and that's going to cause problems. You can do it. I mean, you can ask the person next to you. You start to learn. But all those quick things you used to be able to do, all the magic's gone. Yeah, magic's gone. Delay, you know, Unreal Engine is being really, like, pushed across and adopted by a multitude of studios to the point where CD Projekt Red have read got rid of the in-house red engine and a wholesale wholly reliant on unreal engine for all their projects all of them they're That's crazy quite crazily announced their roadmap of like five six games very transparent all of them running on unreal engine and it's insane so it's going to always be a battle now because unreal engine has come in very powerful ue5 very powerful 
And the struggle is, how do you reconcile that where with in-house engines, talent that you're trying to grow in your studio, you're building a talent, and then you'll have to, they have to acclimatize, you're getting pressure to deliver games, more delays, in-house, you know, with the Starfield, that got delayed, um, and the engine, I'm sure, is a, a reason uh, for for it, so... It's, it's not, they know what they're doing with that engine. They just have to really stretch their legs to make it feel, you know, much more advanced than Fallout Ooh. 4, and that probably takes Ooh. a lot of time. We've lost. Oh, we've gained. We lost Fawns. He'll come back. So, yeah, when somebody drops camera or something, the the overlay will be kind of messed up for a minute, but then it'll be back just like that. <sighs> so, uh, Aesop oh, yeah. Gaming, thank exactly. you so much for the super says, what happened to Hot Wheels Unleashed coming to Game Pass December 15th? I don't know. Like, I've heard it's been off and on, and they promised the full edition, then the base edition came in. I have no, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know what they're mm. doing. Some wires got crossed. Kung Fu Hot Dog with the two pounds says, Merry Christmas, fine gents. Love you all. Kung Fu Hot Dog, thanks for being here, bro. Kung, uh, Kung Fu Hot Dog. I love that name. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's also, uh, it also used to be your screen name on AOL, right, guys? AOL. I didn't have AOL. <laughs> oh, man. New Dog leaves a super, says, hearts and minds are changing on the chat. Folks are switching. Team Gaz, Team Paris, Kumbaya, my lord. Hashtag the sauce. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, and uh, like an age ago, Hargit Chani dropped a code for Resident Evil Village, Need for Speed Unbound, which is pretty Dang. good. Don't buy it unless it's $30 or cheaper. Uh, Gotham Knights code as ah. well. And these are all worldwide codes. Gotham Knights is so good. But dang it, on console, it's, it's a little iffy. Uh, Fonts and I Jeez, man. Shout out to oh, Hargit, who can give game codes away. If he was on PlayStation, you can't sell codes um, because you can't just give a allow. code number out. Yeah, I don't no, they're just out. aren't they just a happy, happy village full of well, singing elves over there? No, you, can well, you can't out. buy them. You can't buy them from third party vendors. You can get yeah. the codes oh, out okay. retail. Yeah, you, you can you can sell the like the, the the cards or the codes for the money to put into the PlayStation Store, but that's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for my slander. Sir X-Men, yeah. thank you for the super. Says, I got, at 12, I got an Atari 2600 in 1977. Yes, I am that old. And just do the math. But Sir X-Men says how old he is. That's, uh, I remember playing on the Atari in 1987. So it was like for 10 me, years old. And I'm like, for me. Yeah, because yeah, I, I used to stay the night at my friend's house. And his mom was a nurse. So she's like, bye guys, here's your dinner. I'm going to work. And she was a nurse, and so we just bleep, 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 for hours and hours. Um, Cubini Gaming, thank you for the super. Says high on life. Uh, Metacritic is sixty three reviews based on twenty three critics. This is a great point. He says the review user score is an eight point three, which is Vaughn, You're gonna like this. The user score is higher than Horizon Forbidden West user score. On high I high wonder high. why. <laughs> yeah. That's because uh, both games they don't shut up, Fonz. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one one game is very dry, while the other one is humorous. Go figure. Ooh. Yeah, thank you. He says uh generally favorable reviews based on 319 ra- ratings. Not a lot of user ratings, 319. I think Horizon Forbidden West has like three thousand user ratings. But the fans seem to love it. Yeah, and that's really been the big big difference. Um, let's see what do we got here. I think we're almost caught up here. 
Adidas20 gave a $5 super chat to say, Gaz, with his crap video, crap gamer video today. How oh, dare man. he say Microsoft playing victim when Sony's been crying since January? Sony blocks games from who? This guy has mm. been crying in my comment section. He's been crying on WGBG's podcast because Gad did say Xbox was playing the victim. He sounded like a CMA employee. All the backdoor deals Sony have done, blah, blah. Xbox, do, do yourself a favor. Never listen to this guy. Because this guy will guzzle, he will goggle whatever fluids you throw his way. Yes! No, no, people like him are the reason why Xbox will suck because they will bend over backwards and accept everything, absolutely everything. Did you watch the video? Crap game of video. Play, place Microsoft's the victim. Yes, it is. Oh, Sony's making oh. it smaller. It's a trillion dollar company. What's but, their excuse for not on, delivering? Come on, is right oh, they're though. All they're both. But they're both playing Absolutely. the Absolutely. I literally yeah. said that in the video, though. I, know I said did. that. So, exactly. But people like him have selective hearing. And I have zero tolerance for people like that who literally don't have the intellectual capacity to actually have the patience to listen to actually everything I was saying. So, like, he can cry all he wants, but he's the problem. Xbox, don't listen to that guy. Boot him out. Or he's the kind of guy who's going to prostrate to your Xbox logo on the floor and excuse every single bullshit metacritic game all this nonsense oh forget game pass is saving us i don't have time for people like that people like that are the reason why xbox sucks and for the, they're the reasons why they bought the xbox one vcr and told everyone it's great that's it drm for life waste of time people X like that yeah, waste you're of not time. lying guys. Xbox, you're give not it lying. to you yeah yeah waste of time these people for once you should be grateful you should be kissing my feet so at least someone has the freaking balls to say what you want, despite the fact that 90% of my uh, sub base is Xbox fan base, and I can still say it. Why? Because I don't give a shit about my subscribers. I give a damn about being real on the show. So yeah, if Xbox has no games in 2023, no AAA games, and you're still there gargling, what is your what is your issue? You're gonna you're the you're the reason. You're no the games in 2023, sir. Yeah, no, it's stupid. It's stupid. I have no time for these excuses. And they see you're a pony now. Bro, it's literally just calling them out. Three videos and you started crying like that? Okay, well, brace yourself on what I'm going to do next. I don't think uh... you're going to get to do anything next because I think um, things are going to finally start kicking up. I, I just hate this. Uh, well, Sony does this, but I also hate the... Uh, well, Microsoft has to lay low because if this deal doesn't go through, they're screwed. Oh, I, I almost wish this deal would just get just chopped and done. And I, I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired but of the deal. But Microsoft thought they had the appetite to do, do it. Fair enough. They were bold enough to do it, but it's on them to make it happen. And if they fail with that massive failure, I still think it will essentially go through. It's still 50-50 in many ways, but I think Xbox are resolute in making it go through, but it will cause a delay. What does that mean? Yeah. Or what they're doing now. Well, what are they going to do now in this space? Right all, now. All this interest. crap. All this crap that and we've been talking about for weeks. And Xbox cannot afford to sit there and play it safe. They are eight years behind in this space. They need to show the games. They need to push the games. They need to market. They need to throw big head stickers up on the... <laughs> on the subway walls like what are you doing you're you, microsoft is the biggest company one of the biggest companies in the world act like it you've got a great 
set of studios. You've got all these games in the work. Start acting like you, you're a power and a force to be reckoned with in the space. You've got the best service in gaming that's just on its way to into trajectory. Act like it. Start getting excited about these games. Get your shareholders and your fans and everybody else excited about what's going on. I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of being told, wait. I'm tired of being told, just wait for E3. Like, I'm tired of the tweets like, we'll see you in 2023, you schmucks. How many years have we said that? <laughs> Bill Spencer's front row of the Game Awards looking annoyed, and he has nothing to say, and there's hardly anything to show. No Game Awards after Sony, Sony, Sony. That is just not tenable. For two years, you're talking about Xbox going to have so many games and so many events. And then when all of it will go delayed because you put all your eggs in the Starfield and Redfall basket. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? At least hold them to the fire. <laughs> they, all this can change. They can have an event. They will sh listen to... Xbox has shown you, has admitted that it listens to its fan base. When you hold their feet to the fire, they will, they will react. So when Ryan McCaffrey is holding their feet to the fire and saying it's you're, you're doing bad with exclusives, he was, he show was so, something. He was so rude in that too. It was so, he had a really he great scathing. him and Jez both. I, I've, yeah. I've personally heard from a couple of people at Xbox. Um, I, I'm not going to say their names, but they're prominent people, and they appreciate the honesty. Yep, they, they yeah. appreciate the honesty, and I know and, exactly uh, who Fonz you know, is talking about. Yeah, and and you, you know, you get kind of like shocked, like this person's listening to me. But you know, I if I was, if I was at a company, and and I was and I was trying to um, look at what how the the brand was being looked at by the gamers and stuff, I would definitely want to tune in and listen to what others have to say about it. Not just the kumbaya folks, not just the, you yeah. know, hey, everything's good here, sunshine yeah. and rainbows. You want to hear the criticism because yeah. there is uh, there's some truth to to some of the criticism. And and what you're saying, Gaz, what you're saying, Colt, you know, I'm in 100% agreement with you guys on this stuff. We've talked about it to death. But we I have. feel like, we you know, we, we yeah. really pushed it so much. And it's like... At this point, we're kind of just wasting air because we're not really nothing's going to change right now. Um, yeah, the the window is 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 gone. The window of time where at the game awards they didn't show anything. They should have announced right after, yeah. "Hey, we have a show. This this is the date." That's past. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's well, over. let me move forward because Blaze 4K puts two supers. He says, "What a great Xbox show," and he says, "Skaz." Speaking facts, guys, keep it real. So we appreciate Blaze, who is a PlayStation content creator. And, you know, PlayStation guys who are nice enough, right? Like, well, you know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, they're not jerks. Like, people like Blaze who are like, hey, good we just want better from the whole industry as a whole. And when Xbox is kicking butt, PlayStation is going to keep kicking butt. And uh, I feel like Phil didn't even want to be at that darn show. And you know what? If I was in his position, I wouldn't want to go either. Well, I got to fly to no, LA. No. We got nothing but party animals. But I'm going to move forward because we did this yeah. all last week. I did it with yeah, Fonz on his show. Gaz and I were like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> there is a lot of cool stuff to look forward to. Cloaked Onyx with the $10 says, uh, the, about the delay. If that happens, Fable will be the new Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3 went through an engine switch from Luminous, which is the Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 15 engine, he says, to Unreal Engine 4. Everything had to be remade to make kill Kingdom Hearts 3. 
I think they're going to stay with the engine. It's just a lot of extra work and gosh dang it it better not be 10 years mike with the canadian five says these developers will be confident enough to learn a new engine it comes with a job you can't be a developer and expect to only work on unreal that is facts that is absolutely facts because when i said the thing about college i took one quarter of microstation and i took like six quarters of mostly autocad but you are expected to know your craft when you go into a trade job like that so mike thank you for that um, Red Wolf says, breaking news, Xbox set to acquire Hargeet Chani. Yes, X yes, Phil, please buy Hargeet Chani. And then uh, he'll get you guys to make games in three years instead of six. This is XCC <laughs> Podcast with Cole Eastwood. And I'm here with Gaz from Game Cole On Eastwood. Daily and the Go Live fame. And also Jay Fonzarelli of Games Talk Live and his Fonz, Fonz, Fonz Gaming. Fonz Gaming, yeah. Fonz Gaming. I, I, he, he's rebranded a couple times. Yeah, thank, thanks for saying Jay Fonzarelli as well, because, uh, you know, that that is definitely uh, something I'm pushing more of as well. Is I don't get it out there much, you know, about Jay Fonzarelli, you know, me, my name, you know, because I, I'm doing more outside of this, you know, thing. I'm yes, yes, you're doing the, voice acting. You're voice on IMDb. Thing, so. Did you guys know that, that Fonz is on IMDb for voice acting work he did on a game? Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just a small game. I've talked about it before. But I, I yeah. don't care. It's don't, amazing. I don't care. It's amazing, have, dude. Yeah, I'm not on IMDb. Know. Are you on there, Gaz? Uh, I'm no. on OnlyFans. <laughs> shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Fonz, picks, man. All right. So, Everybody in yeah, the chat, you yeah, know, but, just give, give Fonz a congrats, man. Silent oh, Cypher no, with a $50 super. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, Silent Cypher with a $50 super. <laughs> Sorry, silent cypher's like this motherfucker keeps interrupting the super chat. Silent Viper. He says, Happy holidays to the three of you awesome gentlemen. Love the constant content from your channels. Be safe. Hope you find lots of time for gaming over the break. Oh, and happy birthday, Gaz. Have a great one. Thank you. On my birthday, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for the 50, Silent Cypher. Um Okay, let me get back to we what covered is that? a synth a synthesizer. What are you what, what are you playing? <laughs> it's a guitar. Oh, okay. So now go. we were talking about delays. Did you guys hear that Diablo Four is reportedly in development hell? Gaz, I want to start with you yeah. on this. This is this is a recent break, and I'll have Fonz help you out on this if this is news to you. Fonz, help news out. to me. What? No, not Diablo yes. Four. I heard about this and it really makes me sad. I'm disappointed. I'm I'm really uh, wondering. It yeah, it it uh, well, pretty much. It's uh, being reported. Saying, what, they, what did they say? Uh, the, developers are saying that they are this June sixth release date that they got going on. They might if to get to this date, they're saying they would have to crunch a hell of a lot and cut yes. content, crunch, cut content crunch, as well. Crunch. Um, crunch, crunch, crunch. Game has also went through s several revisions apparently for the story and stuff. Um, so it, it hasn't been smooth up until this point either. See, this so, is why Microsoft need to buy ABK because there's well, it's their fault because they're trying to buy him. So now Microsoft the needs to buy ABK so they can take the game even longer. No, no. <laughs> no I'm just joking. Yeah. We got to fit it on that Series S. Oh darn! No, but now, the studio ABK Blizzard need help. They need they, help. They, they, you know, Blizzard. Well, they've been having problems for a while, and there's also some allegations of the bad, really bad type 
that has been oh, going yeah, around surrounding this. Oh, now get, there's a new one though. I got to get good and, and drunk bad. for this what? next it's topic. Really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really what? Bad. That studio um, is messed. So I don't know what is going to happen to this game, but it might not make that June sixth release date, guys. And and you know, mm. this is me when they start talking the about game, delays good with it, for Game Pass and Xbox. I think so. I th- exactly, bro. I bet you Phil Spencer secretly is like okay with the delay. Like, hope he's delayed because then they can get on Game Pass. That'd be huge. Uh, because the it's FTC not going to be delayed that August. long. They're hoping to get August. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, but to say it, that they they might have to cut content as well, that's a bad thing, man. That's bad. That's really that's bad. Really bad. They, that that they, studio has struggled struggled with Overwatch. Then you've got Diablo with Diablo three online. The Thing tanked when it launched. I this also is going to be some, way bigger. Some groups or some special interest groups are trying to get rid of any references to hell or magic or demonic oh, images. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just I'm just I was like, what? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, the sauce is canceled, man. Uh, no, but it sucks that this is happening with with Diablo Four. This is one of the biggest games I'm looking forward to most next year. Yeah, and- man, same. Um, I just got into Diablo yeah. Mortal. I love that game. Um, but ah, uh, delay will it. Just delay the, it. Do not release chat. that game. Yeah, I mean. They, they probably will end up delaying it because a skill at will in the chat says, Colt, have you ever worked through a crunch period that gets extended? It starts to become detrimental to the end product. The burnout is real. Yeah. That's true. I mean, Just delay you, it. Hopefully you're not cutting content, but the creativity and all the magic has already probably been worked on and you're in the middle of trying to get the game so it's not broken or it's not falling apart or it's actually going to launch. Like you said, guys, like the day that game launches, it will. you can't even log in probably. So, um, <laughs> ah, it's just, isn't this the norm though, Fonz? The, no. we need more time. No, no, not, not some of the stuff that's going on. And, and no, if, they, if and some of that stuff is true, no, that is definitely not the norm. And we, it's, yeah, it's not good. What man. was the allegation that you said that is really bad controversy? Uh, let's say the hard R. R. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hard R. Yeah, I'm being yeah, slow right now. Yeah. The the the, the R word, you know, that's good enough. So yeah, well, there's just been it. mistreatment of people oh, at oh. Activision, basically. Oh, racism! Just yeah. racism. No, no, right? no, 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 no. Yeah, the the other one, the other one. Oh wow! Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Walk away from yeah. the deal, Microsoft. Those people are. Let's <laughs> just walk yeah. away. Yeah, I hate yeah, allegations, and rumors. I hate to break point, it to you. you know? th- th- it's a problem across all companies and there's always enough jerks true, Man, there's just too true. many people are just not nice in the world uh um, yeah but that let, studio let me... has some major issues sexual assault and then now that well that is that that's yeah. bad that is bad how, how did i miss this but it's crazy i don't know i'm looking that's for crazy. it i can't find anything re- oh here it is yeah um, yeah december 8th uh is this it uh they're working long hours so yes skill will skill to will is if i said that name right is is correct they've already been crunching long hours um ongoing mm. harassment suit just not i mean i think microsoft has said that as well well i don't want to get stay on the abk stuff but like the no. regulars are watching out for big tech but it's like y- you need to think about human beings and customers consumers getting a value and the people working there need a better situation it's like pull your head out of out of your ftc and let's 
get this figured out properly. Um, then weed out some of those just evil people, man. Just get yep. them out. Yep. I mean, you got Never know. Microsoft's HR team fixing, iron out some problems. Uh, Fire 71, who's been a channel member for six months, says, none of that matters when you have both boxes. Lord knows, like, I like the Xbox more, but everyone else, we want this over so we can go back to talking games. I know I'm so sick of the yes. UK thing. And a c- couple of my good friends have made a lot of videos on ABK, <laughs> and I'm like, just stop. One of my friends is like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it, I look and those videos are just getting, people are, people want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Selfish Burrito with the $5.99 euro, or euro, I should say. I have one question for Gaz. Why have you always hated Xbox? And then he <laughs> winks. He winks. I, I, I think, you know, Gaz, I know you got mad, at, but I think 90% of I'm the people so are, they're, they're, they're just having fun with you, bro. Cause I mean, look at your face. I was talking to my nephew. He's like, he goes, I watch your show every Monday. And I'm like, Oh, thanks. He goes, I like Gaz the most. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> but he really did. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I love I'm Gaz sure I am. <laughs> that's why <what it> is. <laughs> my own, my own family member would rather listen to Gaz. Uh, Danny passion official says, I thought, that trying to buy the biggest game on earth, Call of Duty, according to Sony, that was a more aggressive move. Gaz, I real I agree with your 70% pony. Nah. <laughs> no. No. Alvin, thank you so much for the five. He says, I have zero concerns about Blizzard not having a long-term content for, plan for games. Zero concern ignores gaming Maybe. history. About Blizzard. Uh, well, well, after what's happening with Diablo, I'm reading up on it now. And it's really bad. This is what they mm-hmm. said at the Washington Post. They said, we're at the point where uh, they're not willing to delay the game uh, anymore. So we'll just have to go along and figure out how much we're willing to hurt ourselves to yep. make sure the game gets released in a good enough and, in a good know, enough state. Delay yeah, it. And, and then they said that they're lucky if the game will get a decent score, meta score. That is not good. Do not release a game if you're not backing the game 100%. I mean, yes. I don't know why they're trying to push this so hard. This is bad crunch. Now, look at the, listen to this. We talk about crunch and say, like, you know, developers maybe being a bit like sensitive, but this is bad. Look, a former Diablo 4 team lead explained that. He felt very much like he he just drove the bus over on top of us, some uh, Bobby Kotick. Another Mm -hmm. reason to get rid of him. A spokesman for Blizzard Entertainment told the Washington Post that the company regularly surveys the team on their professional well-being and the latest results are the most positive they've been in years. But they say, in contrast, Blizzard Albany employees spoke of frequent 12-hour days. I mean, I do 12-hour days almost daily. Uh, But 12-hour days, it's affected my health. It's affected my relationships, both familiar and romantic. It affects my my gamer score. And my game score. Well, should get to play at work. So. That's that's bad. Like twelve frequent yeah. twenty-hour days. Like it depends on how you know frequent that is, but it's not good. Like studio ma- management is such a big problem, and Microsoft are going to inherit a massive cesspit of issues with ABK. By the way, they've known that for a long time, though. They've known they're about to inherit a whole mess of of fighting people and and messy, Mm. messy, messy red tape. And yeah, I mean, it's all part of it. I mean, yeah, it's a part of the risk. It's part of the risk. Assassin with the $2 says this just in X and C is just acquired. 
Game on Daily. Now, uh, Game on Daily is worth three point five billion rupees. Rupees. <laughs> We're I thinking the same thing. Argy Chani with a five dollar says, "I agree with what ninety five percent of what Gaz said in that video. I think he's referring to the one today where you said you. Phil said that it's making Xbox look smaller." Hargeet says, you "Can don't, be you're under an apologist and simple." <laughs> Thank you, Fonz. Hargeet says, "Can be understanding of their situation, but not our problem. Microsoft and Xbox are in this position, and I love it, Hargeet. Let the lawyers fight it out." And uh, I just have to add to the ABK thing. Everyone knows that Xbox has thirty some games that have almost a lot of them already been announced. So you can talk about those all you want. Quit acting like if you talk about perfect dark that you're going to mm. look like you're super rich. It's already on record. Anybody could find it. I mean, yeah. Zocker could find it and make a video and he'll use the same thumbnail oh. he used 757 <laughs> times. This is X and Z podcast with your host, Cody Swood sitting here with Gaz from game on daily Fonz from GameStock live and Zocker 87, a good friend of ours. Hit the like button, please. If you're having a good time, we are rolling into Christmas time. A few more presents to wrap. T put a little eggnog on your lip. Walk around and say, hey, what's going on? It's going to be great. What does eggnog taste like? I've never had eggnog. Uh, kind of gross. Kind of gross. It's, it um, um, yeah, I'm not into it. It's like a. Uh, it's like if you drank milk and it was four times thicker. I don't know what the consistency would be. Uh, it's it's kind of slimy in a way, too. It's yeah, it's kind of slimy. Oh. It, what's, yeah, the, like what's, the what's the strong, prominent flavor in eggnog? chat and fawns that it's it's got a spicy flavor kind of like spicy. a uh, like a nutmeg and uh there's, what is yeah, it yeah there's something in it like a ginger type flavor it. almost like a gingerbread uh somebody saying it lone star said it's delicious yeah no, they're gross. they're gross. over here in the states like there's like a, a a ratio of people that love it um i'll always like take a sip and then go yeah and then i'll set it on the counter so someone thinks one of the kids had that and left it there uh, i'll just walk away <laughs> meanwhile it's cold I'm running away from eggnog nog lip and you walk around in a party you're like hey what's, what's going on it's a good christmas nog party nobody does that colt nobody does that he's <laughs> like look at me i'm under the mistletoe <laughs> yeah, you go over the mistletoe and, and you, you tuck in your shirt with tight, you're like, and you got it run across your mustache. You're like, hey, pretty good Christmas party, huh? Oh, let me tell a quick story. No, I, I don't think I could tell that story. I don't think I can tell that story. Yeah. Darn it. It was be such a good one. Uh, hazelnut. I, yeah, I don't know how you describe the, the flavor, but it, there think, is there is a nutty flavor to it. There is. I don't know what. Which? Which? You guys, I point over at the live, the live feed of cats. You got it across your lip, and it's a nutty flavor. It's a great Christmas pastime. Oh, my God. Very thick. Four times thicker than milk. Oh. <laughs> Am I playing Rick and Morty again? What's going on? <laughs> I started watching it, by the way. I watched it the first flavor. four episodes. <laughs> Holy smokes, what happened? We have derailed. Okay, um, Sith Lord, who's been a channel member for one month with the handsome Craig icon, says, Hi, guys. Fawn's glad you're here. Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Thank you for everything you have done for me and others in the past year. And Sith Lord, I totally get when he says that because he's been through a lot. And, mm -hmm. and I get it because a lot of these shows I watch, they get me through a lot. They're great entertainment. They make me laugh. They cheer me up on a on a blah day or a bad day. So, like, thank you, right? Yeah. For those of us who do podcasts and, and listen to them. No, thank you very much. 
uh, Red Wolf. <laughs> I'm going to skip that one. But you're the best, Red Wolf. Highlander with a $5 says, Happy holidays, everyone. The best thing about Activision's acquisition is it helped me to block the most toxic fanboys. Remember, God of War Ragnarok was delayed. What about isms? So was Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. What was it J-Rock said, Gaz? Like, man, they would have been dry if they didn't delay these games last year. Oh, yeah, it's so true. Mm-hmm. That is so true. It's so true. Sir X-Men says, Gaz was a PS2 online beta tester. PlayStation 2. <laughs> I never, never actually, funnily enough. I wanted to try it, but couldn't afford it at the time. Um, but yeah, SOCOM. I always wanted to play it. Never met. Never, I don't never think got, I ever got Ocom hands on with a PS2. I don't think I ever got to play a single game on one. So, no, my oh. my brother in law had a PlayStation One. He was quite you know quite a bit younger than me, so we would hang out and play on the PlayStation One when the two was out. And then the time passed, and I got television. on Xbox. He was still on the Intellivision back then. <laughs> what was that like around two thousand? It seems like Backstreet Boys were hot. PS Two was out. It's a great time. Assassin says, anyone see the war cries on Twitter for Microsoft to acquire Squanch Games after the high on life success? Guess we can appreciate yeah. what we already have. What's that? You see a little right bit of like, hype and then was like, buy it. Uh, uh, yeah, buy it. Yeah. How many things do you want to buy? <laughs> Just well, I mean, they can game. buy them for like, you know, I don't know, 100 bucks. Very niche studio, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, people are. Very mean. Was it yeah. on? I think it was on your show when you guys were talking about Insomniac. They bought them for two hundred fifty million gas. Was that what it was? Bargain. Yeah, two fifty six million or two hundred fifty million. Xbox is like, now nah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> oh man, imagine pick up compulsion. Yeah, that was weird. Highlander says, uh, "Thank you, Highlander." He says, "I have to put together a one-up arcade for my daughter as well as the Pac-Man stool on her Christmas night." My wife said, "That's really for you, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, cool! So An arcade. Sony Sony spent two hundred twenty nine million on Insomniac. That's steal. That's nothing. Man, I mean, Xbox spends that for Game Pass gets like in half a year. Gamey Forte, my good friend. I've talked to Gamey Forte so long. He says, "Hello, gents. I make it through the rest of the night with wisdom spoken on this show. If I don't cuss out a guest, I'll make it through the week." <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to have him on my show a couple of weeks ago, but he just couldn't make it. He was just he's yeah. been busy. Swamped. It's it's holiday season and he's like there taking all the Series X and Series S trade-ins and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, for PC parts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was shout out to Forte. He's awesome. Um the, here's the next thing. Jess Corden said on his show well, a, a week or so ago, he said, I think they're, they're, they could probably do an event. I'm hearing things. And then just the other day, he said, it's almost pretty much, I'm pretty sure that my rumor I heard holds a lot of truth to it about the January event. And EXO was always the thing that was touted around because EXO usually happens in November or December, Fawns. Um, do you think it's going to be an EXO for this event? Like an online only in their new studio? Have you dug into this information? No, no, but uh, you know, just talking with some of you guys and stuff, I I assume it's just going to be an online thing, uh, some smaller event. That it's one of the reasons why I was so disappointed. You had how many millions watching the Game Awards? That hundred. I mean, even million? if they even yeah. if they just showed one game, 
it would have been something. It would have been something to really hold on to and, and get hyped for. Um, people want to see something from Avowed. I mean, I'm one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, for this event, I think it'll be online only. And I think, you know, I don't know. When does he say that it might be? January, He's February? He said ended, yeah, into January, but he said it could be February. But they are also one of their leads of marketing tweeted out that picture of the new Xbox Studio, which is made for their in-house in Seattle area for them to record stuff yeah. like this. And he shared up a picture of their logo, which says Xbox Studios in grass, whatever that See, is. But that's the thing, though, you know. Give us the release date of this event already. Like, th- mm-hmm. there's no reason to hold back on this. I mean, get fans excited. You you want to sell Game Pass? I know you do. You had Ninja at the Game Awards. You're pushing Game Pass. I see that, but you got to get p- fans excited about the content within Game Pass. So push that. Yeah, hey, we're going to be showing that content on this date. Get ready for it. In, w- w- start it now start that marketing campaign so we can get ready for it push I mean, people push. unanimously say microsoft's marketing is atrocious Bismal, and, I call yeah. it. and i don't know why because ultimately the they I mean, can the market they just don't up. ever right i don't know i don't get it i don't get why they, they're so bad at it build the hype up not aaron greenberg with this <laughs> just say event oh let me just take over. Pay me some real money. I'm not doing it for free. I will go there. Oh, and I, I will aggressively I market never that. Said that. I was being so facetious when I said, you know, I'll write up a communications plan for free. Of, of course, it's being facetious, but the actually the, those pony accounts on social media have been riding me about saying that I that I'm willing to work for free for Xbox. It's a <laughs> joke. Like, let me just sit down and yeah, oh. <laughs> let me sit down and do a <laughs> do a communications plan for you for free. The, the the insult was you don't even have to pay me. It's just something you should be doing that doesn't cost any money to sit down and have somebody write out a communications plan. They have no plan. I just feel like they're they're just flying by the seat of their pants. But someone also said, you guys only want them to announce the event so you'll have content to make on it. I'm like, what the no. crap? Like, oh, I game first. The content as, as comes a gamer, afterward. I want, yeah, as a gamer, I just want to know. I want to see the games. You know, do, do, hell do, with content. Do you think, does anyone think, oh, I'm just going to rant on it, that we just do this for the content and all of this passion. You think the passion just comes out thin air just to be driven by money you know, and stuff? You know what's sad and ironic about that, about these people saying that? You're sitting there watching your content. I know. What's so, so watching every like, tweet, watching what, every video, yeah. And we'd rather you guys be boring. I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. Like, on the one hand, you're like, oh, you're just writing and making content. But I just shat on my entire subscriber base by calling <laughs> out <did>. Xbox. <laughs> So what what is it? Do I care about the views? I will say whatever I want. I don't care about the money. I genuinely don't. The whole point that all three of us, if we didn't have the passion, we wouldn't be doing it. You could tell anyone with an ounce of just intelligence or can see what people are being sincere would know we don't care to make the... Yeah, of course it will help make us content. Obviously it does. But we want... Xbox guys are screaming for it. We want to build a hype up because next 
Next year's been delayed for two years. We've yeah. been hype. We've been so excited. Yes. Like this hype, 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 hype. All these studios. We were the ones. We made the videos because we were excited. We live, breathe, and crap this stuff. We were on the phone twenty four seven on party chat. Did yeah, not I don't, even I don't on sit on Twitter for half the day tweeting for free. You know, yeah. like I love talking about this. And uh, one of the reasons why I got into content creation was I would go to work and I would bring up video games. People like, yeah great wonderful yeah. they just walk off so i don't like, talk about nerd. it anymore. you know exactly. my older brother my other brother older brother started a podcast where they talk about music and he goes i would watch your your podcast but i don't care about video games and i was sitting next to him like hurtful <laughs> but you know he's five years older than me he doesn't care about video games and none of my brothers care about video games so they're not watching my stuff but yeah it's i love talking about this stuff and Absolutely. We live that stuff. You need to get people excited. Savage Manu 92. Oh, feeding into the fake thing for views. No, we actually believe what you say. Let me look at your channel and let's see what kind of content you've got on there. Oh, well, that's I'm right. Not gonna... None. Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah. Let's beat these people, bro. They just chat so much crap because it's so easy. Oh, you guys don't care. Let's go to your channel and see what kind of content you have. Nothing. You've got two subscribers. Shut your mouth. Please bleed this stuff. We <laughs> yes, care nice. what we... I'm not being like these freaks. Nah, I had enough we, we, of that. We, 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 we want to be hyped and excited about yeah. games, period. Yeah. That's what it's about. Well, we want to be excited uh, about games. It's not even about the brand for me. It's it's about the games. Uh, I want to see more on Starfield. I want to see Avowed. I want to see, you know, even Redfall. I want to see all these games that they've got in production. All right. I want to see what they're doing with them. Um they've got an event please give us a date give us a date asap because we yeah even if the content we make say say it's all for the content how bored we do these shows every week do you not want us to be excited <laughs> we no, i want to be dying. excited for these games like i said last yeah. week i don't know what a lot of these big games even look like and um it is. I want to talk about Starfield. Oh no! I want go, Xbox man. to market this game like I would. Be out there. Can you say Starfield. it's Starfield? You can put it on the Chrome buttocks mold. In Starfield, you'll be able to do anything you want. To sell beans. Make it a character of your dreams. Starfield. Come on, Xbox. Give it to us. Star 76 Metacritic. Is <laughs> <laughs> what it is. No, I mean, markets. I want to see it. No, that Perfect. Your, your whole camera is zooming in and out. I love it. I love that. Man, I need him every time. Every time I need gas. But while this happens, like Fonz just does like the best Starfield commercial you've ever heard. And then you go to the real marketing from Bethesda for Starfield, and it's like the creative narrative, like narrative director in front so of a coffee today table. Today, we, we want to talk about the mission structure. And, um, you know, Starfield is going to be really great. It's going to be a really grand scope. People are going to be just loving it. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be special. 
you're gonna be able to talk to people. You're gonna be able to do quests, and there's be able to push A. And if you push push down on the D pad and push A on a different thing on the D pad, there'll be a different dialogue. To, well, that's all the time we have today. And I'm like, what? What? And like three thousand people watch this video. I was like, give me three minutes of footage. I'll do it for free. No, I'm just joking. I won't do it for free. Kill stuff. Murder stuff. Shoot guns in Starfield. Use the mightiest weaponry available to mankind in the year 4063. I would buy that game. Go to the recycling plant on an intergalactic world and recycle plastic so they don't go into the atmosphere. Starfield. Exactly. That's all we want. Exactly. Come on. Build your own settlements. It just works. Yeah, it just works. No, I'm so excited for Starfield. I'm so excited. I am too, man. I'm getting yeah, hyped. Even man. with the diary, yes, I'm making light on it. But yes, yeah, I was excited kidding. to hear about the mission structure and all that. But it's just, for me, I just want more hype for the games. And I, I want to hear more. I want to see more about this game. I want to see it. Uh, you know, I'd love a breakdown where they do. Sometimes you see games where they'll give you a long breakdown, show you like a mission or part of a mission. Mm -hmm. And you're actually going through and doing things. That's that's what I want to see. They kind of did I'm that. Like for. you, you not dropped, really. You, you came out of that really. on that planet. You went down into a base. You shot a couple of guys. You went over. Yeah, you but, unlocked a case and got a gun. And then you oh, shot some like guy's a, backpack. And he's like, my backpack. And he flies off. And then it's Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am. I want to see the exploration as well. I just want to go and land on. The random planets, because when Todd Howard, I mean, we talked about this on your show, Franz, um, when he talked about like the empty worlds, bro, there's not much to do, but you'll still see the spectacle yeah. of space. I want, I, I want to go to a planet, even if I'm alone on this planet, yeah. I see something beautiful. If I see the stars, you know, in the sky, and you know, just things to look at and stuff. I, I, I'm content with some games like that. It, yeah. it depends. The atmosphere stuff, uh, it can really get get you. Uh, Red Dead 2 did that for me. Mm. There was a lot of times mm. I stopped in the world, paused, and just looked and just was yeah. amazed. And that's the oh, kind of stuff yeah. I want to do. Great for that. Um, Starfield, I, I'm I'm all in. I think I and and I, you know it might it may sound like hyperbole to some people. But I love games like this. I love, and I love Bethesda RPGs. So yeah, I can't yeah. wait. I think Starfield is going to be a fantastic game. And, and I think it's really going to deliver. And it's going to be Xbox's biggest IP years. Yeah, it could. Yeah, definitely. I think it should. It, might, it probably will be the biggest IP in years for Xbox. That's why it's so much pressure for it to deliver. Which is take your time with it. Yeah. At least have something in the meantime to plug the gap. And gun. when people like but, say, "Oh, I'm going to be so cautious because of Fallout 76," like Bethesda's well, full Fallout team 4. didn't work on that, and that was a reskin of Fallout 4 that's like four or five years old by then. And they tried this like online competitive and and cooperative thing. Like, what a what a mess! What a mistake that was. This is like their all in thing they've been working on since 2016. So. People are going to be excited. Well, we got to talk about yeah. we got to talk yeah. about another game that is who knows when the heck this is going to release. I saw a movie trailer for this franchise before Avatar. I got kind of excited, and then today they announced Machine Games says we're hiring. We're hiring like twelve people. 
one of the people they're hiring is a producer for Machine Games <laughs> and Lucasfilm's Indiana Jones video game. Ugh. I'm seeing so many job listings for like concept artists for Fable or is that I'm like what. What? They're like Concept whiteboard art? writer. They're like, like we need a whiteboard writer. And are you good with ago. whiteboard markers? Come here and help us. Concept <laughs> fable maybe, in twenty twenty eight. Ready? Why would you need a concept artist so I'm... late? Late in the face? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just a bit worried about the output here. One of the things Microsoft got burnt by is revealing these games in CGI format, which is important to show the roadmap. But it's a yeah. double-edged sword because if you don't have anything to actually show, including gameplay, then you're really going to feel it from the community. Or like, well, where is it? Or show us. What does it look like? What where, does it look like? Where are the games? It's been like the real question. Like, it's no longer Xbox. Well, there is some Xbox has no games, but it's where are the games? Like, where are they? Not why aren't they here? Like, where are they? What do they look like? When are they coming out? When are they going to show them? Here are the people they're hiring. Uh, AI programmer, senior AI programmer, that's a lead, lead environmental artist, producer, QA tester. That's fine. QA tester. That's good. That's good. That could mean that they've got somewhere. Yeah, that means there's actually <laughs> testing the concept art. <laughs> we need to look at for one. I like that one. Yeah, that one's pretty good. We're just kidding when we make fun of it. We're trying to have some fun. Like we, we need yeah, someone to put yes, the markers, the caps back on the markers <laughs> so they don't dry out for next concept meeting tomorrow. <laughs> Donuts and bagels will be provided. Uh, Gluten-free. <laughs> senior QA tester, senior technical artist, level designer, associate producer, UX gameplay programmer, which according to Zocker, who is a developer, uh, he says UX mm. comes way before final. I don't know. Another QA tester, UX, UI design or artists, you know, lighting artists, VFX artists. So I don't know where they are in this game, but um, I don't know. Todd talks like it's they're like in the middle of it. So maybe it's two years away. I thought it was going to be so close, but we know uh, that I, they're somewhere between the concept art and a finished product. We're there in that ballpark. We're so close. <laughs> We're so close, people. Uh, uh, just wait. Soon. Uh, soon. Thank you, Highlander, for the super. And thank you to everybody who sent in super chat questions and comments and insults. And uh, like, we love all this stuff. This is, it, it keeps us on our toes. Highlander says, I love Colt's show as well as RDX. RDX. I'm not RDX. R I'm not familiar. RDX. Real <laughs> no, deal. Xbox podcast. Yeah. I haven't been invited on in a long time, but yeah, RDX is uh, one of the biggest. And I think uh, if you're looking just at YouTube, RDX and Xbox Two, Rand and Jez's podcast are like, they're the juggernauts. Uh, of course, dealers are amazing. Oh, geez. Up yeah, there as well, Colt. Yep. Well, I mean, it's not your show, Fonz, but no, no, Fonz has been there forever uh, with Dealer and D and, and Tim Dog. And uh, there's some other guy on there. Can't remember his name. Anyway. Yeah. Toddler. We love you. We love it's you. It's a Zucker. toddler guy, you know. Zoka is a toddler. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> <Can> I... <laughs> I'm gonna... <laughs> Dude, Fonz has got it all figured out. Highlander says, uh, when talking games, they never he's talking to our, about our podcast. That's funny. And RDX. He says, when talking about games, they never attack or insult Sony or their players, and a Sony podcast attacks Xbox. I wonder why. I've heard I mean we we've attacked people here from time to time haven't we guys? Yeah, yeah. I've I've never done that. I've never done that. 
Especially this guy. Regulators. <laughs> Regulators. <laughs> he did not do anything to deserve this. Well, he only like, said that. He only said that like times. seven times in the in the, in the last RDX. Um, the tours. Yeah, but and his own I videos apparently too. So. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. Regular I love you, man. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with I don't know what's going on with Indiana Jones, but Yeah, I don't I, either. If it's two years away, Fonz, they just need to like show something besides that like camera pan over a CGI desk. Oh look, he's got his camera and some tweezers and and you know, earwax remover and a whip. Oh. You know they regret showing stuff like that. They, you know, they're, now they're doing this whole twelve month out thing, and that's all fine and good. But you need to be more consistent with showing us more of the stuff that's even twelve months out. Yeah, bro. There's, bro. They have six months. There's definitely an event coming because they have six yeah. months to reveal these three games. They haven't hardly shown any games. To release. To release, Gaz. Release. release. Not reveal. Release. To release. Now, let they me said ask everything here is coming out in the next twelve months. Okay, wink. Uh, do you think it's that coming doesn't out? Matter. Starfield okay. will get. I if, I reckon Starfield will miss the six months, and if it really does, I'll so. be the most insufferable piece of ass ever. No, uh, if the only way, reason I say this is the same thing Dealer was saying as well, is that the way the format of the show was, they showed off everything. Of the next twelve months, then they stop. Phil Spencer comes on, and he and in the segment of where they look at things beyond the twelve months, Starfield is shown right at the end. So is he trying to say they give themselves an out there and say it's coming past the twelve months? That's the only thing I, I'm thinking because Starfield well, it's joined just a launch the launch window, show. right? I mean, we only have until a certain point for it to be a 12 month thing they've been doing this for a while they would june they they said like they said summer 2022 for redfall and we waited and waited and waited until you look at the calendar like well summer officially ends september 20th or something like that like on the calendar that's like Mm. the official end date and then september 20th came and went Uh, correct me don't even bother correct me if i'm wrong but it's something like that september 20th came and went we're like where's where's the release you know like that sort of thing (laughs) Um, they do that. Uh, they they really do that. But Fonz is right. They have until June 9th or June twelfth of twenty twenty three to have these games out that they showed: Starfield, okay. Redfall, Wolong, uh, Atomic Heart, Minecraft, Liza P. Minecraft Legends. Lies was Liza P at the event. Anyway, um, yeah. Forza Motorsport. And they also have Listen. some Halo or Horizon Five, Forza Horizon Five DLC. It's just a, it's just a big mess. But I'll, I'll tell you one thing as we, as we close out here. It's super late, and um, don't expect to hear anything from Xbox over the next two to maybe three weeks because they're all on vacation. It's Christmas yep. and and New Year's, New Year's for the next two weeks, and they are not going to be doing anything uh, unless like all of our pressure here in the chat. Here on the show and on the shows where Xbox is like, look, let's just send a tweet. Just just launch a tweet and say, we have an event planned for January. We can't wait to share more soon. At that, If they tweeted that, I would be like, thank you. That's all I wanted at this point. But 
guess. But did you oh, did, did, did you hear that lineup of games that we just mentioned? Both, uh, you know, multiplat that are going into Game Pass Day One and First yeah. Party. Look, that's a can lot I do that by real quick? June. That's can I do that real quick? June. Yeah, that's a lot by June. Man. All right, try and help me out here. We got replaced. Uh, we what have. Uh, I was going to do those Heart. two small games. Atomic, Atomic Heart. Heart. Uh, I think Stalker um, Two. Was that um, a Curious Case of? Um, yes, cur- uh, the Curious Case of Benedict Fox. That was the other small thing. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. Redfall, Starfield, Forza Motorsport, uh, Minecraft Legends. Age of Empires Definitive Edition on console, and then Ara Stories Untold only on PC. That's 10. And then you've got Multiplat, Lies of P, uh, you already said Atomic Heart, so we should have left that out there. Lies of P, and help me out, Fonz, what's the other? Oh, well, Long Fantasy. Yeah, and I said Stalker too, but that's exclusive. Oh, you said? Yeah. So there's 12 games right there. Uh, oh yeah, top, top Topaz Girl one seven zero says Flintrock and Ravenlock. Yes, yes, both of those. Flintlock is a third person, uh, mostly good. realistic looking third person melee uh, action adventure. Dead Time says Ghostwire Tokyo is going to drop uh, sometime in the so. late winter. Yeah. Uh, so Flintrock and Ravenlock is made by the people that made Echo Generation, but it is a more uh, it's a it's a real time combat game where the other one was turn based. So that's 14 games, right? Silk, Silk Song, Song says, Song. yep. Is Silk, yeah, Silk Song should be out as well. So that's 15 games in 2023, and four of those are, maybe three of those are Game Pass releases that everybody else gets, right? Uh, contraband, mm. no, Blaze Reed Jenkins. I've heard that Contraband, yeah, no. they're running into problems, and they, they've asked for more time, so we'll not hear about it. Um. Plan of Lawn is another one. Little Congress says I played that for a bit. That's like a, a side-scrolling puzzle game, like kind of like uh, Two Brothers or something. Like anyway, you you have like a oh, little green uh, or black alien blob that follows you around and helps you oh. open platforms and doors. Um, there's another one that I played that was in one of my videos. You're a stick figure RPG. It's like a Dark Souls game. You're an eight bit stick figure, and the world is like sixty four bit. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Fact six says <laughs> Fable. No, not Fable. Exo Echo Exo Mecha. No, Little Conqueror. I think that one. Those devs asked for a, wa- a lot more time a long time ago. That's the uh, shiny first person free to play competitive shooter. Kaz uh, writes Halo Infinite. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely fifteen banjo. <laughs> definitely fifteen or sixteen games, uh, and twelve of those I would say if, if we're if we're getting our memory correct. Twelve of those are exclusive. Fonz. like that's a wow. compared to like the three wow. games we got this year no it's it's quite a bit that's why when i was talking about games Art yesterday two. with rand it was just i was thinking about it and i was like wow if xbox does deliver on all of these games next year it's gonna be eating good on game pass for sure yeah <clears throat> bright memory's already out bright memory wasn't that great but i blasted through it in like five hours dealer and i both blasted through it and go well you know we played that it was nice looking mm. yeah i mean that's crazy isn't it guys uh 12 some games oh, then yeah. show it have a january event blast through these are coming in the next six months and we so this is just get us three to sign ndas we go there to redmond we will tell you no bull bs 
sorry, I've swore a lot on the show. Apologies. Happy bomb. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we, we go there and genuinely tell you, okay, we think these will bang. These will yeah. hit. Have, this is a successful show because I don't think the people whispering in your ears are telling you the right thing. Uh, so if you do that and then say, we haven't even revealed what our first party studios are really delivering. And for that, you need to tune in at yeah. E3. We will blow your socks That's off. true. Okay, so let me ask this last question. Gaz first. and Well, Fonz first and then Gaz. Fonz, uh, how many games do they need to... What's something new they need to show realistically in this January? Like, they, I think it's just one. Let's just say one. What is one avowed. thing they need to at least show? Avowed. To, avowed. I I think avowed. I think, I, uh, and that would probably be the closest one to be done because Obsidian is, you know, pretty much their insomniac when it comes to yes. dishing out exactly, games yeah. and uh, good games, quality games. Uh, I love Obsidian. I, I think yeah. they make fantastic RPGs. I, I, I think that's the closest one to be done. What about you guys? Yeah. Um, you just want to agree, or do you have something else uh, you think they need to show? Avowed, 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 yeah. definitely. Like Alphonse, that's the new, that's the studio that has really kind of carried it. Yeah, yeah, Grounded is a small game. Yes, Pentiment was a passion project, but they they've had good wins. They've uh, even Outer Worlds, which I still need to get on with, is just. Like that studio has a lot of potential, really a lot of potential. Oh. And avowed, basically, even on that one very blurry leaked image, looked good. Mm -hmm. Miguel Angel Miguel in the chat. chat. Yeah, he's wearing says, that. Yeah. He's wearing that laughing, crying emoji mask. He over says, his tears. "Well, he his said he tears. said next year you guys will be saying next year again." And what we're saying to you is that 2023 has plenty of games that Xbox will deliver on. And then this is guaranteed. The media and some of the fans are really Problem truly is. treating some of those like exclusive, like where someone else is shelling out sixty to seventy dollars when something like Liza P, which is fantastically beautiful and smooth, when that launches on Game Pass and you only play on one piece of plastic and you gotta go pay seventy bucks for that game and everyone's like, Oh, it was pretty much free to me. Pretty much. Yeah. Um mm. the problem we're having right now is the fact that they're not really pushing this this content within Game Pass. First party, they're not really showing a lot, and we we've seen we will be way saying, more of wait till next year. Thing. And, and and this is the the truth. I mean, for the, this past whole year, we've seen way more of Atomic Heart than we've seen anything first party for Xbox. Yeah, how yeah. hard is it to show stuff? It, what's that? It, what's that release date, guys, for Atomic Heart? What about is I have it? No idea. Yeah, I have no I idea. I don't even know. Um. Is the final hurdle is the exclusive argument for Xbox. Like we haven't even seen the compelling next gen only game. So when it comes, if it comes, then we'll be the first to say it. Like well done Xbox, because that's it. That you've bought all these. They've got the talent. They've got all the studios. They've got the IP. The roadmap looks amazing. And yet, we've stalled for two years. This is a console that didn't even release with a next-gen only game, like, exclusive. It's just embarrassing. Even the PlayStation hasn't really been a next-generation box yet. In my, yeah. in my I mean, eyes. a lot more. A lot more than Xbox. <clears throat> yeah, they had, like, Ratchet and Clank and Returnal. Returnal. And then you had yeah. your PlayStation 4.2 or 4.5 games that are freaking amazing yeah. looking. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. next-generation is not even here. Even Starfield yeah. doesn't look like it blows your face off, but it's a big, massive, brand new. Did you IP. ever? 
I still think that Starfield is a genuine upgrade to what we've been getting from Bethesda. Oh, watch one of my videos years. where Which, I show me talking to Piper and and Kate, the the NPC companions in Fallout Four. I show yeah. the, the cinematic camera when you're talking to the characters, and then I flip to the characters that everyone tried to make fun of in the Starfield trailer. I'm like, way better. You, it's like ten times better. I'm like, it's like, oh, it's the same thing as Fallout Four. It's like, wow, what rose colored lenses you wear on your rear end. But we're just kidding. No, yeah. I also look good. For, it looks, for, it does look good. Did you you know the cross-eyed lady that everyone made fun of? Yeah. Now I was trying to find that picture. Somebody on Reddit showed that it was a lighting problem. The way the that this eye, uh, if you're looking at it, this eye has a shadow over it, and it obscures the white of her eye. It makes it look, look like this eye is doing this. Yeah. And someone said it's a simple lighting change, and they just changed the shadow and highlights in the image, and you can see her eyes are perfectly straight. And so a lot of people yeah, went I in and photoshopped it and shoved her eye over because they're trolls. I think they're really threatened by Starfield. Um, they are because that's a game PlayStation can't have. It doesn't have what studio that they have will deliver a game like Starfield RPG of that scale. Never. They don't have Never. That. They don't have. It. Well, no, Which studio? no, not Which on studio? that scale. Uh, no, Xbox no. just needs JRPGs and that third-person open-world game. They have every other genre. I think mostly, if as far as exclusives, they have almost every. Well, they have every genre covered. If they would bring well, back Killer Instinct, you know, PlayStation oh, yeah. doesn't have a fighter. Wait, I, I disagree, uh, David fight. Jack. He said Starfield being a new new IP won't build uh, real hype until people are playing it. I, I don't it's agree got with that at all. Hype now. David, it's, like, it's got hype now and it's going to continue as we see more of it that hype is going to continue before people start playing it and but he may be it, right in that RPG. in that when it does release then you might it has a lot of hype but it might go to the next level once of course masses of course. see that oh what's this like elden ring like they're gonna be like, talking about it at work the next day it's gonna be crazy yeah. Yeah. i can't wait. i hope it's that good i hope it's that good oh it will but be guys Ooh. Everything, everything wrong with Fallout seventy six is what Bethesda doesn't normally do: narrative, freedom, and yeah. I just, I just, I hate Fallout seventy six. <laughs> I said yeah. that in one of my videos, and people are like, "What? It's not universally hated." I'm like, "Guys, you, you've been so it's not brave. universally loved." I bought that day yeah, one, sure. and I just played it a bit. I paid full price for it, and yeah. I touched it. I was like, "Oh," and didn't. I got on sale for forty again. I've reinstalled it five times as it as it's gotten PCs, better. It's well. way better now, Colt. And I keep reinstalling it. I just played it like uh, a couple weeks ago, and then I just uninstalled it. I just tried it for hours. I was on party chat with Hargy. I'm like, man, Hargy, I just, this game just not good. And he's like, I'd never play it. I'm Hargy Johnny. I don't play trash. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, guys, you've been so brave. You put out two videos that cannibalized your your viewership and and your allegiance to the sauce, um, and you've done it all with a smile. Well, what's next for you? Are you going to lay low and enjoy the holiday with your family and friends? And not no, I've actually else? got three videos. <laughs> I wish I could come around here. Uh, that'd be fun, man. Uh, you guys live way too far. And not, <laughs> don't say that. Noglip. <laughs> That's a Phil Hendry oh, thing, by the way, uh, Fonz. That's a Phil Hendry thing. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Chris Norton. <laughs> no, um, not Chris. Uh, I've got a source video coming after Xbox fans like the guy we had earlier. Um, I've also got a video on what's coming next for Xbox. Not a negative one, hopefully. Um, and just a wrap-up video two years on how the two main next-gen consoles are faring. 
Ooh, so pretty like much releases and performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. You can imagine I'm just gonna get more and more people leaving unsubscribing, but I don't care. It's more important for me to tell the truth. You uh, Donnie said, <laughs> "Forget Christmas. I'm in a console war." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fonz, I I have an idea of probably what you're gonna kind of ramp up and do a little extra on your channel. But what what's in the future for you uh, with GameStock Live and? Oh and, and uh, well, so far, well, I, I'm taking a break for Christmas because Sunday, of course, uh, is Christmas Day, and I will not be doing a show Christmas Day. Uh, You'd be like I, streaming for like a pigeon. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I had a few people in my chat be like, "Really, you're not going to be here?" I'm like, "No, I'm not going to be here Christmas Day." But uh, the following week is New Year's Day. Uh, but I, I, I said I wasn't going to do a show then, but I think I may. Think I'm okay. May, New Year's okay. Day, uh, because you know I'm not really doing anything that day. Um, so, as well, are you going to start covering some of the upcoming games? Like you were, did a really good job covering. Would like the- to. I would like to make more content uh, outside of my podcast. The problem is, is I don't want to make content uh, content on ABK anymore. I'm I'm really burnt out on that whole topic. Um, yeah. You know, shout out to the guys that do that. Uh, you know. It's, I mean, you know, more power to you, but for me, it's just, it's dry. I don't want to listen to it. Um, no offense, but it's just, it's not for me. Uh, so, you know, when we start seeing more games, definitely I'll, I'll start putting stuff out, talking about those games. Cause yeah. no, if we see more on Starfield, definitely going to put more content on that. Cause mm-hmm. that's something I really want to put emphasis on, on my channel as well is cause I, want to see I love Bethesda, love their games. Um, so Starfield's good. Love be, your videos, uh, man. I can't wait mm-hmm, to those come back. Especially same, yeah, I had a feeling that you would kind of get into the groove with uh, more informational videos about Starfield, which you're super good at that stuff. So thanks, you guys, yeah. for being on the show. I wanted to keep it shorter. I was going to try and trail us off a lot sooner and let you guys get rested up. But thanks so much for being here. The chat, thanks for everybody. We had uh, over 800 people watching the show. Hit the like button on your way out. I don't know what that does. Actually, no one's hit it to actually see what happens. But I think it connects to some server somewhere and launches new codes over uh, Oklahoma's uh, you actually get farm, the, uh, you uh, no, get, farm somewhere. It's great. Get a free, no uh, you get a free sub to uh, Gaz's OnlyFans. So hit that like button. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Absolutely. been a while since we had Gaz's bare foot come into frame, but it we're due. We are due. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to hit the button, and Gaz says Wait, what he always you, says. What? 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 You got one more super chat, by the way. Oh. Wild Man oh. Beanie, thank you for the $5 super chat. It goes, Gaz, Colt, Fonz. Uh, do you guys think they don't want to bring hype and the games will fail? Oh, that's a good question. No, it's not. It's no, a that's not a, it's a yeah. Uh, who, who, who markets that way? Like, if, My, if Xbox were, does. Oh, are you serious? Somebody, terrible no, I'm, saying, I'm saying you got to stand behind your product. But yeah. you are you to. serious? Like, what, Wildman Bar- Beanie's question is legitimate. They've literally been low and slow and quiet on certain games, knowing that. Like, did you know internally that the teams have a target for Metacritic scores? They know about where they're going to hit. They know where they won't hit. And Xbox yeah. has been marketing accordingly. Yeah. There's no now, way that all these games that are working out. Well, one thing, when we talk about Xbox and marketing, Bethesda does all of their marketing themselves. You know, I'm sure Phil can say, hey, can you guys ramp it up? But Phil's probably like, they got it. 
They're good. So mm-hmm. he does. He has some merit to that question. But the problem with that um, is, though, you always want to stand behind your product, no matter know, what. You want to push that product, regardless of Metacritic scores and all that, because we know how far Metacritic scores can get it wrong. Look at High on Life right now. That one's wrong, look at yeah. it. Oh, I just got Wild Man Beanie's question. Oh my God, I'm. It's too late. It's too late. Are you talking about the marketing? I'm like, what is he talking yeah, yeah. about? Yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry, Wild Man. Yeah, you. Yeah, no, it's not that. They're just not good at it. They're just not good at it. And they don't. Uh, we said this last week. Like Microsoft typically doesn't really market their products. They they have a lot of products that sell themselves. And I mm. think maybe it's just a culture thing. We're like, oh, we're good. I'm like, no, you're not good. Your your video games need way more marketing arm and power behind them. And uh, I think Wildman is totally on board with them kicking it up several clicks. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much. We're going to get out of here. Um, I'll probably have a show next week. I'm going to bring on somebody really cool. We may do the show early if I can get uh, one of our buddies on to do the show with us, guys. That way you won't be up late. I can't wait. So we'll uh, hit the button to get out of here. Uh, I forgot what the, what the button is. Oh yeah, I hit this. Uh, oh, what is it? I'm making it again. Nope.